Kilometer.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The Gamezilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. Gamezilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Spider-Man, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, Jazzy Fiddle. Did you like Grimlock? Was that good? Yeah, that's pretty good. Cool. He does it more like this. Jazzy Never done it like that. That that J was not like anything he's ever done before. Yeah, well, he's got a different. Yeah, no, normally he holds up the ass. It's like it's like Jazzy Fiddle. Jazzy Fiddle. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think, test, I think test test got it. it. Test yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I listen every week. I really like you guys. So I mean, I think I think Test had the best impression there. Thanks, Spider Man. Where is he this week? Anyways, Test is right here. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's, over he's over there. I'm right here somewhere. I'm behind the camera. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, hey. I think he got way. kidnapped by the lizard. And I think he, he says, really shouldn't be here. Nah. Yeah. He'll have some fun with him. It's okay. Um, but yeah, we I think we normally do something like uh, we would like to welcome our producers, uh, Deadite and Test or something like that. <gasps> Guys, Spider-Man knows my name. It's just, it's on the cue card over there, so. Spider-Man knows how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here this week to tell you what things in history look like Toad from Mario Kart. I'm excited. I am not. I'm very not. I wonder if any of them are any political figures' genitals. I'll write a blog about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's stuff It's stuff to put on GameZillaMedia.com. That's all we need. Well, welcome to episode 227 of the GameZilla podcast, brought to you by our, their patrons. <laughs> ours, ours, not your Spider-Man. I said their. Oh, okay. Their patrons. Thank you. I don't need your patrons. Patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia. As a patron, your contribution goes to the continued support and growth of GameZilla Media. You get five unique levels of access starting at just $1 per month. Like doing a show with Spider-Man. Wait, we're... We get to do a show with Spider-Man? Yeah, we I mean we are. You're not. You are Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got it. I mean, yeah. Are you, you're, 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 are you alright? <laughs> it's really hot in this suit. You know, I, I, I told you. I you know, I've been, I've seen a couple of those news reports of Spider-Man talking to news reporters, and I I thought he had a stroke a couple times then, so we we Spider-Man, I'm worried about you. Oh, I'm 56 strokes deep, man. Yeah, Don't we, worry about we it. We need yeah. to talk about your sodium intake. Mm, it's high. It's all that ramen. <laughs> <laughs> Every corner of New York, you can get that good ramen. So, you know, eat I've, it up. I've never been. Well, so swing by sometime. Why don't, you, why don't you go to other cities and save, like, people in those cities, too? I'm why, poor, why man. Just I can't even afford rent. Okay, where do you? Wh- how do you think I'm gonna get to other cities? I use the subway and my and, and my own webs. Have you ever heard of a bus? No, I don't have the money for a bus. Again, I can't even afford food. I eat ramen every day. But you just said you didn't need the patrons. Wouldn't that money go a long way into a couple bus rides? Listen, it's not about the money. It's always about the money. You're right. You're right. Is it time for team talk? Can I have the patrons, please? Can Can you give me some of the patrons? Actually, let's get into some team talk. Ooh, don't mind if I do. 
Denite, I think you uh, need to tell us about Gaming Moment of the Week. <laughs> oh, my Gaming Moment of the Week. Oh, the only way I can describe it is truly divine and truly vindicating. It took place this past weekend at the Morelli Video Gaming Tournament, which was a very good time for anyone that came out and supported uh, the, the Morellis and their uh, quest to raise funds for ALS. It was great. I'm really glad I got to see so many people there. I know the Morellis are thankful that everyone that came out and participated, and it was a, a very fun community activity to do some gaming. But the the real fun of it came for me, uh, being that I'm not good at video games and I never make the bracket. The fun came in being proven right because you know we don't know what games uh, the glitch is going to pick for us to play in the tournament. So when it got to the actual bracket stage, round one was a game that I have been saying on this show on the now R defunct RIP Gamezilla Alpha is a fantastic game, and you guys always defecated on my perfect opinion and we got to watch a lot of people compete in Star Wars yes and I felt so good because uh, uh Craig WK admitted to me man this game's really fun and I even saw Grimlock playing Star Wars I'm glad he's not here I would have to call him names I even saw him playing Star Wars and enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not I don't believe it. if you're not familiar with what Star Wars is, uh, you, you play as Norwals and you're you're uh, you know flat against a map and you have to spin and flip around and try and stab the other Norwal or Starwall, if you would, in the heart to get a point and win. It was it's an awesome game and watching people laugh and have fun and just enjoy Star Wars for its pure simple fun made me so happy because so many people who have dogged me for a year and a half about liking Star Wars had to experience it hands on and see all the fun that it could be and uh, it, it just felt good to be proven right like I always am. Star Wars. Yay, Star Wars. Okay, are we done with that now? Yeah, I guess I'm done. Star Wars. Worst game ever. You had fun, Spider-Man. I wasn't even there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know who your alter ego is. I know that it's Spidey2KX under that uh, <laughs> under that hood. <laughs> Joke's on you. Uh, maybe not. Okay, uh, let's go to the Jazzy Fiddle gaming moment of the week. I just want to say, Star Wars is the worst game ever. Mainly because I lost. But, but you had fun. I, I saw you having fun. There's fun. photo footage. There's no There's photo evidence you having fun. of that Norwal Star Wall. Yes, there is. is. There's yeah. great control over it. Awful yeah. control. As another person who played Star Walls. And, but I won my I won my round. That's yeah. the difference between me and Mr. Jazzy. Yeah, I lost. But at least I lost to the person that won the whole tournament, so I don't feel as bad. That's a loser's logic. That's yeah, the only logic I got. <sighs> Is that it? No, that's my gaming moment. <laughs> is that it's the worst game ever. Okay. And I hate. But what's your actual gaming happy, moment? I was happy. Uh, Craig WK. I told him he needs to pick it up for the Legend of Retro. How are you going to go to a retro gaming video tournament and you know not be good at video games? And then he picked it up and he and he almost took the whole thing. So I'm very happy that my push in telling him that he's awful at video games helped him go very far in this tournament. My gaming moment of the week. That story sucked. Is. 
Merge Dragon. No, I'm just kidding. It's not Merge Dragon. It's not Merge Dragon. Um, I've been trying to play a lot of uh, League, playing ranked matches, trying to get myself out of Silver 5, and I keep getting... (laughs) It's not, because I literally get to 92 LP and then lose, and then win the next game and get up to 94 LP and then lose, and then win the next game and get up to 96 LP and then lose. I have... 98 LP, and then my last game I lost. He's made enough LP that he could be in like so now that if I win champion this, or whatever. If I win this next one, I might make it to my. What's LP? Loser points. Yeah, loser <laughs> points. <laughs> oh. oh, he'd have a million of those. Then. Yeah. Oh, I call it gaming moment of the week. Trying real hard to league, so it's just not going very well. But I'm enjoying playing it. <sighs> Got support again. Enjoying playing support. You realize you can't carry the team, so you got to go be uh, be backup somewhere. That's right. All right. Well, uh, gaming moment of the week, Testonomics. What do you got for us? So not to toot my own horn, but I am the first ever back-to-back trophy holder at the Morelli Video Game Tournament. First of all time. Now, there were a lot of firsts of this tournament. This is the first time that the person who placed in the first seed made it out of the first round of brackets. Also, the first time that the person who got first seed, shout out to Cheswolf, went all the way to win the tournament. Oh, is it Cheswolf? I've been calling him Cheesewolf. I, I was also calling him Cheesewolf. There's definitely no E, though, so I'm saying Cheswolf. Mm. My bad. Either way. I'm going to keep calling him Cheesewolf. That's just how it goes. All right, Chezzy. <laughs> so, it's also the first time that the second seed win against the first seed in the final round. A lot of good tournament play going, but that's all not nearly as important or special as the first time anybody's been back-to-back trophy holder, and that's me. So I just want to throw that out there, um, but that's not my gaming moment of the week. My gaming moment <laughs> of the week was I had, a, I had a friend come over to play some couch co-op the Deadite way. And I'm like, well, the man. only way. I'm like, well, we got we could finish Bro Force because I played Bro Force with him. I'm like, we could play Towerfall Ascension because I just bought that. He's like, yeah, let's do what Towerfall Ascension's all about. I load up my Switch and he sees the NES logo on the Switch's home screen. He's like, what's that? So I get a bunch of NES games. You know, when you buy the Nintendo Switch online, he's like, which games? So I load it up. He's like, let's play Mario Three instead, and we beat Mario Three. Nice. Instead of playing all the games that I've spent <laughs> hundreds of dollars on. <laughs> He's like, let's play this game that we've been able to play for 25 years. Okay, sure. 30 years. Good 100 decision. years. Yeah, I was going, I don't know if I've ever beat it. Like, I probably have by just doing, like, whistle, whistle, then push the last, like, last level. I think I've beat it that way. But, like, we just played through every level. I had a whistle. I didn't have a second whistle, though. That's a good story. I liked it. Thanks, Jazzy. You're welcome. Piss off. Grimlock, what is your? I mean, I mean, if he was here, um, I, I'm of course a habit. Spider Man, what's your gaming moment of the week? So my gaming moment of the week is pretty interesting. You all bought Grimlock a gift for his birthday of this super nice system that just so happened to have a disc of me that you could put inside of it, and he finally fired it up and got to actually play my game. So I had a good time. It's good because I was I was thinking about breaking in and breaking yeah. his leg so he'd have to stay home from work me, to play it. Me too. I was huh? really getting a little a uh, little depressed in that box that case there. But we know I, I can be a little extreme. To, I finally got to swing around the city in New York and and start exploring. You the did story. or Grimlock did? I got As to, you. I got to fly around like he controlled me. Oh, but like okay. I finally got to play. You know, be part of my game that you know. 
I was made for and finally got to enjoy it but I think he had a good time I really think he did um he put in he, he's like 20 percent done with the game and he's only played it once so yeah I think he's really tired it's probably why he asked me to fill in um but yeah or either that or he's playing but then what am I doing here I don't I don't know but uh anyways yeah uh Spider-Man good time it was it was a lot of fun I'm glad I'm I'm super glad um <laughs> Spider-Man. I'm I'm glad that uh you were enjoying your quality time spent with uh with Grimlock. Wait a wait a second. Spider-Man, were were you just Grimlock the whole time? Listen, it was too damn hot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. I, can't I can barely breathe. I am uh, shocked. I almost <gasps> passed out five times. Yeah, you're an idiot. <gasps> I'm just so surprised. I'm not an idiot. I'm dedicated, Jazzy. I'm dedicated. And, and Tess forgot one important thing, and that's why I had to reveal my identity. There was another first-time event that happened at Morelli. A first time that I never thought would happen. I didn't make the bracket. You had fun playing Star Wars. That's what you're going to say is your first time. Nope, I didn't make... I've played Star Wars before, and I can tell you to this day, as of right now, this very second, still haven't had fun playing it. Lies! That's a lie! That's Fake a news! Lie. That's straight up fake wrong. news. You're nah. wrong. No, me, wrong. Go, me playing against BMC and getting smoked tells me how much I hate that game, because BMC <laughs> doesn't beat me at anything. Fake news. You had a great time. He's the button masher. He's perfect for that game. But for real, I did not make the bracket for the first time at a Morelli tournament. Uh, you were I slumming did. it with me in the middle. Yeah, you know, I just really enjoyed. I felt like I got teabagged a ton. I've been teabagged thousands of times by people like like Cheese Wolf, as I'm gonna call him, by people like um, I don't know, Craig WK. Now you you Craig WK. You've got he took second place in this tournament, and you said that. <sighs> Getting second place is great, but it's not the best thing you've ever done. Definitely not the best thing I've ever done, and and he agreed. He did. I think we have some footage. Let's... I, I got to agree. There's nothing cooler than being peed on. And that's when I really just was like, whoa, man. Um, not the direction I was heading in, but you do you. You do you. Okay? Yeah. He kept saying it. I, I got to agree. There's nothing cooler than being peed on. I... You, you do you, man. You do you. I, I don't I, know. I got to agree. There's nothing cooler than being Pete. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you. I really am. That's when, when Craig WK turns into Craig R-K-E-L-L-Y. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, but no, I had a good time. Uh, and I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be on you. <laughs> trip, trip, trip. Um, I had a really good time at the rally tournament. Uh, finished middle of the pack. Right there with that, I you were feel bad about you that. Were, yeah. You were fifteenth place, fifteenth, middle of the pack, as far as I'm concerned. Middle would have been twelve and a half. Middle, middle of the pack, you know, whatever. The middle's where I am. Some, I'm I'm the standard setter for most. Okay, <laughs> yeah. This says Steven was number twelve. Was that our Steven? Man, it might have been. Yeah, was he was, there? No, yeah. it was Steven. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He so, was. Yeah, he. You 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 couldn't smell the garbage smell on yeah, them. And yeah, yeah. Plus those raccoons in the kitchen. Oh, you're right. Yeah. They were helping but, though. Um, but no, <laughs> but my game. Yeah. So Morelli tournament was a lot of fun. Um, happy that everybody that made it out there had a good time, and and congrats to to Lucas and and another GZM community uh, sweep there. We brought we brought uh, 8-Bit Steve last time. He took first. We brought Lucas. Uh, Doge Lord brought Lucas this time. He took first. And we cleaned up with uh, Craig and Silver, and of course, like we said, testing in bronze. But uh, my gaming moment of the week is Spider-Man. I finally broke down because I, I was really starting to get concerned with the death threat on my door that clearly 
based off of the the, the legibility of, of the notes, I could tell that I was writing them. I um, also <laughs> went and bought a couple tarantulas at yeah. a store. Have you found those yet? No, not yet. But they're um, in your bedroom, man. <laughs> you thought uh, a stick bug was scary? <laughs> yeah. So I, I finally broke down, put the game in, and I knew what was going to happen. I knew I'd play this game and I'd get you know sucked in because it is that style. It's that God of War style, infamous. You know, just kind of uh, it has your story, but it also has that open world where you can search for collectibles and just kind of explore and get lost in it. And it's a Spider-Man skin game, so like. It's just, it, it's all things that's going to cause me to just get obsessed with. But I will tell you, five to ten minutes into this game, it, it like, surprised me at how obsessed I got with it instantly. It was like I found my first backpack, right? And you, you collect these backpacks. They, they got little trinkets in them that kind of, like, build around just some story of, of uh, Peter Parker. And... But you get skill points to purchase uh, more suits or to upgrade suits and, and mods and all that stuff. And I'm not a collectible guy where I instantly gravitate towards them all the time. But if it's done just right, and Jazzy, Jazzy Fiddle knows, if it's done just right, I become obsessed. And so my first night, I did a few chapters of the story. And then I slowed down because as it pushed me, f- you know, farther along in the city, which you have to kind of like, just like many of these open world games, you have to like unlock, uh, use towers to kind of unlock and be able to see that area of the map. Um, I realized I was getting pushed out further and I had all these things to collect in the first like three sections of the city. So I spent the rest of the night just highlighting them on the map and going and finding them. Landmarks, back- backpacks, side missions, like um, it didn't matter. I cleared out the whole bottom of the map, and it's basically like in one again. sitting, I was low, I was I'm almost 25 percent done, supposedly as far as game progression uh, goes. So yeah, I um, I am I can't I'm gonna literally stop this show when when we're done, and I'm gonna go upstairs and play it more. And I just I want it beat this week because I don't I have to travel this weekend, and I don't want to leave it, uh, you know, where at least the story's not finished because I'm really into this. I don't want to give spoilers away for anybody who hasn't played it, but but the story has me very interested because it is slightly different, right? That's the thing. It is its own story, its own kind of universe that, that they were allowed to make here, Insomniac was, and I'm very intrigued as to the beginning of this game and what we knew about it based off the trailer. I'm, I'm like, hmm, I need to figure out where this all kind of goes sideways. Yeah, I'm in that same boat as you. I am also traveling this weekend for I'll be gone for a week and a half, and I don't want I'm not going to start it because I got it this yes, weekend good too. Call, good call. I don't want to start it because <laughs> I know I have so much to do to get ready for this trip that I'm gonna end up not being able to finish it, and I am gonna be upset about that. So I'm just gonna hold off. <laughs> yeah, until I get back from vacation. That's a good decision. I I, I highly recommend it because if you're I feel like this is that game that's gonna I'll, grab I'll you the same all. way. I'll collect all the crap. But see, like God of War didn't grab you. You, you played that. No, like, you played didn't. like one sitting, and you and you talked highly of it, but it didn't draw you back in. This and God of War did for me, but this game was even easier. It was even just like just swinging through the city and doing like some just aerial tricks to build up my focus bar. I found myself like. Like, I'm going to take the long way to this mission just so I can do more of that. It's just fun. And uh, the, the battle mechanics are great. And when, you know, when Deadite uh, does make this purchase, and I know he's got his game plan about when he's going to play this game, um, 
I'm really interested to see how quickly he's like, oh wow, this is amazing. Because because I was, uh, I, I'm I'm blown away, and I was and I already had high expectations for it, and it blew it right out of the water. So I'm not gonna lie, I uh, I picked Breath of the Wild back up yesterday. And I'm like, okay, maybe I should put a lot of time into that game and try to beat Ganon this month, so I can guilt free move into a new giant open world game. Yeah. I do really like to the flexibility without giving anything away. You have other suits, and you can uh, you can purchase or suits with items, and each suit has abilities. But you can swap the abilities around. So if you have a suit that you really like, but you like an ability from another suit, you're not forced to wear that suit. So I kind of I I kind of enjoy the flexibility they're giving you in this game, where it's like just swap these things out, look the way you want to look. You know, perform the way you want to perform and enjoy the game. So, um, you know, because like there's some really goofy suits that maybe you like flying around with like a spiked mohawk and a guitar on your back, but you don't want the silly perk. You'd rather have something that's a little more serious. There you go. So, yeah, there's a lot of things to talk. Like, I haven't run into anything that bothers me. Like, the one thing I was worried about was playing as Peter Parker, you know, playing as as an ordinary human being and having to, um, having to do like ordinary tasks and even that they found a way to make make it fun um with the puzzles and just the storytelling and everything uh it doesn't doesn't slow down the game at all for me i don't seem i don't try to rush through that part to get back to spider-man so but yeah you should definitely beat your zelda games and you should definitely get through what you need to get through and prep yourself because if you're going to, you know, speed run this bad boy 13 hours and get through the main story, or you're going to put in 20, 30 hours and try to complete the thing, uh, either way, you're going to be, it's going to be the only game you want to play for, for that time period. But that's, uh, that's my gaming moment. That is our gaming moments of the week. We want to hear what you're playing, and even if it's multiplayer, join you. So head on over to gamezillamedia.com, click that Discord button at the bottom of the homepage, join the Discord. Talk with gamers from around the world every day for free. Things like, I don't know, the PlayStation channel right now where we're talking about how crossplay is something that's slowly making its way to Sony. Or join the Nintendo channel where we're talking about, I don't know, the, the, the phenom that is Bowsette. And, uh, you know, I, Xbox, it's a, dead, it's a dead channel right now. I, I don't know I don't know what to tell you. There's nothing going on, on Xbox. So if you're an Xbox fan, get in there and start talking about Xbox because we all we all enjoy Xbox. Yeah, PUBG! That's on more than Xbox, but I see where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Let's get into some news. Oh, that's the wrong button. And that's the intro. Let's try this one. No, what if I just start hitting all the wrong ones on purpose? <laughs> I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Download. All right, we got some news for you here. Hot from the gaming industry, Destiny developer, Bungie. Ooh files a trademark for a new project that they are calling Matter. Anything? Anybody? 
It's only a matter of time before they charge you four times the actual cost of the game to get the full game. So, uh, yeah, if you don't know who Bungie is, then you probably were on Jeopardy <laughs> recently. And Bungie, you know, creator of Halo, Destiny, uh, they signed a big deal a little while back with uh, Chinese publisher NetEase back in uh, June. Okay, um, we talked about it on the show. We were very kind of at the time upset because we're like, how does this company get all this, you know, all this money and all these chances when all they can seem to do is mess up? Well, now we're starting to see at least the the very beginning of what this next project could be. All we have is this is this image that it says matter on the front uh, with what with like an explosion of paint behind it. And that's it. But. Um, yeah, I'm not very excited for this because even though I've played the Forsaken DLC of Destiny and it has, uh, you know, righted some wrongs, I still don't have like this perfect love for Bungie, you know, in, in my heart. Like I don't, I don't trust them still. This, like Destiny is not where it needs to be still. And yet here we go with this, this side project or however you want to look at it. It's to me with the amount of money that's being put into it. I can't. I don't even want to call it a side project. It's just another project that they're going to have to try to balance while they still push Destiny in its new form. With all these people that probably like I don't. The numbers aren't out that I'm aware of, but with all these people that just bought this first ever annual pass type deal, you know, the season pass that they're kind of recreating. Um, I kind of feel like this is just don't do this. Focus on the game that I've put way too much money into, that so many people have paid for, because the second the Destiny drops off, I'm just going to blame this. I'm going to blame the fact that you put too much on your plate again and you can't balance it properly. It, none of this is going to hinder the fact that Destiny 2 is still going to be bad. <laughs> because well, that, well, that's a relief. Super big relief, because I don't know if you could really take that much time to make matter which is going to be a paintball battle royale. <laughs> so it's like if Splatoon 2 actually got a battle royale. Correct. Oh. Yep, that's pretty much what matter is going to be. Bungie, is it going to be a Nintendo exclusive? New, no, it's going to be a new title from Ooh, the, what if it was Bungie's first game on the Switch? On the Switch. Yeah, cuz it's stupid Maybe. and colorful like most, you know, third-party devs want to make their first Switch game. Like, look at we're colorful. We're not violent. Nintendo yeah. Paintball babies. Battle Royale. <laughs> Nintendo Everything babies. Splatoon should be um, guys, yeah, this is great. Why is this? Why is this great? <laughs> I am, I am tickled with excitement. Oh, explain, oh, explain why you're tickled with excitement. Because I think we can all agree in the past, Bungie has delivered some really fun video games. In the past, by you mean like the original Halos? Yeah. After that, it's just been so. You know, Halo One and Halo Two. After that, it's just been. I, I've been pretty upfront with uh, my distaste for Bungie creating Destiny 2 uh, and then charging you multiple times for DLC packs and basically charging you uh, for them to fix their game. I feel like it's pretty inappropriate. And I uh, I won't be buying any more Destiny because I think that's an egregious practice to sell you a turd and then keep uh, putting sprinkles and chocolate chips in it as you move along and go, look, now it's a, now it's a shit Sunday. Now you want to eat it. So you're going to buy a different product from them? No, here's my point about matter. I'm a clean slate kind of guy unless it involves 2K. So... 
What about Johnny Jerkoff's <laughs> Turd Arcade? Pepper. I, I might buy one of his games again. I don't necessarily. Mm. I, I don't know why that game was chosen to be ported, but that, that's that's off point. Here's the thing: Bungie now has the opportunity to make a complete game the first try. It's a clean slate. They're never going to do it, though. After they've defecated all over their fan bases for two rounds of Destiny, it's time for something new, and maybe it will be good and right. So I say kill Destiny 2, abandon ship, leave all those stupid players behind who bought in to your garbage DLC system to fix your broke-ass game, bail on all of it, bail on all of them, and just make a new game that's right the first time. I'm excited about the prospect. Now, this is just a trademark, so you are assuming that matter isn't a battle royale that they're going to infuse into a confusing way back into Destiny. No, the, the name isn't uh, reverent enough. Like, matter doesn't sound like it'd be a battle royale. Like, it'd be All the more reason why they would do it, though. It'd be, it'd be called, like, Stranded or something like that. Like, it would have some sort of, like, overbearing, dark-sounding name. This yeah, is going to be way bigger than that, But you got to remember one thing. Every time they do something slightly right, which would be Forsaken, they do something terribly wrong. So naming something way off-base and colorful and just slapping it in there. Doing something right, like tricking millions of people and to buying a garbage game well, no, for the second part, time? That part's just a mess. That's I, why they're making matter. And every here's time my they do deal. something right, they also layer it with garbage. So, like, I mean, to be fair, Forsaken has rebalanced multiplayer. It has added some things that are better for the game behind the paywall. So, yes, it's it's good and bad, but <laughs> at the same time, let's look at the Taken King, which we all look at very highly, <laughs> and then remember what came out after the Taken King. Matter. Yes, it basically, it was just named differently. <laughs> Listen, Rise this, of Iron. Yes. <laughs> when you talk about like, oh, we broke our game and then, oh, and then we, we fixed part of it, but we didn't fix all of it. It's like Bungie is, you, you paid someone to b build a birdhouse for you. You go to the birdhouse store and they're like, here's your birdhouse. You're like, oh, it's kind of cool. Well, it's not really what I ordered, but it is technically a birdhouse. And then they throw it down on the ground and they stomp on it in front of you. And then they're like, that'll be $40 for us to glue it back together. And you glue it back together and it goes, oh, it's kind of a birdhouse again. It's still missing features, but I'm going to take it home this time and stop complaining. That's their method. They're not going to do that with matter. You forgot. Well, here's the thing. Bungie... They defecate in the birdhouse. <laughs> yeah. And then they charge you $20 for it. Yes. It's <laughs> not matter. They're going to get it right the first I time. I don't think so because they, Bungie hasn't done anything right in the last eight years. Well, this is going to be a mobile app game. Oh, God. Oh, no, no. no. Not even close to mobile. Yeah. has something to yeah. say. This is, this, not even close. <laughs> Bungie is so <laughs> used to controlling the way that people play their game that this game, they're actually just going to control people. So it's going to be like that movie where like the criminals are controlled by the people in VR. That's what this it's is, all right? Gamer. Yeah, it's called yeah gamer. Yeah, so that's Gerard what that's Butler. what matter is, all right? They're yeah, gonna the create Phantom. Bungie's gonna create some sort of collar that people put on, and then they put them in a paintball field, and then people in VR control the people See, in the paintball you, you, field. You, I really appreciate your thought, but you were all wrong in one way. You said Bungie really enjoys controlling the people the way they play their to play their game, but you forgot Bungie likes to destroy their game where nobody plays it. That's actually what they do. They just they kill it off and then they change it to try to bring people back. That's what they do. Well, so, all the birds inside. Well, did are you dead. not hear me? They said they're going to make this VR game. Nobody, nobody, nobody plays. Nobody VR. owns a VR headset. How are going to play matter? That's the Bungie way. Nobody's going to play it because nobody oh, plays VR. Oh, I know what this is. I know what this is. It is. It is 
for the Nintendo Switch. It's a Switch and first it going, VR game. It's going to work with the third-party VR headset that just got announced. That's literally right now a Kickstarter. If you fund it, you get fifty percent off because they're so desperate. This is what it is. Matter is teaming up with some company that I don't remember the name of because no one cares about VR on the Switch. And uh, yeah, they're guaranteeing that every game will be VR compatible, which makes no sense. But this is it. This is this is the the front runner for it. Matter. This is Bungie's return to greatness. That's what. That's I'm pre-ordering Matter up right on, now. I gave up on Bungie returning to greatness years ago, unfortunately, and I and I and I mistakenly gave Bungie hope with Destiny two, and and it will never happen again. But you keep giving them money. I. You're not, I didn't you, give them hundred percent money. You're reserving hope, but you're giving them money. Let me just let me just point this out. You buy really bad video games. I invest in really bad DLC. You know, it's the spend yeah, I, now, save later methodology. That, yeah, the deadite invented. The deadite invented. I can't refute the fact that you buy bad <laughs> DLC and I just buy bad video yeah. games. I, I guess I understand your problem now. Yeah, it, it just happens. So. I um I'm not I'm not thankful that I bought Forsaken. Like, have I had some fun with it? Sure, but I mean, I've kind of I mean, again, Spider Man has already at this point uh, killed killed uh, all, Forsaken at least until I'm done with Spider Man. Well, then everyone will be done with the game by the time you get back. So. That's all I can hope. That's all I can hope for. Or be playing Matter. No, yeah, no. Matter. I'll be, how to video <laughs> let's not waste any more time on Matter. This is Bungie's new game. Who knows what it's going to be? And it very well could be a mobile game, and then I'll have even less respect for him. But until then, uh, w- last question on this topic. When do you think we hear more about Matter? Do we do we get something at next year's E3 about Matter? Not PlayStation Expo this year. Mm, yeah. Don't think that's going to happen. PlayStation Expo. I mean, that's that's not going to happen. Well, I bet they're partnering with Amazon. It's going to be a it's going to be a mobile game that's partially owned by Amazon. It'll be part of the Amazon gaming competitions that they have. Or it's going to be on the October Nintendo Direct because it's a Nintendo exclusive game. What if this was a Nintendo exclusive game? And it's just the How division. Much hype would you have? It's the division mixed with Splatoon. Matter. What if it's exclusive to the Atari system? Shut up, Jazzy. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a hot. That's a hot. No, call. that's a dumped call. What Next if topic. This is part of the Atari VCS. <laughs> topic <laughs> number two. Jazzy killed it. Topic number two. <laughs> Top Pokemon Go player has account suspended for violating <laughs> terms of service. So yeah, um, Niantic takes action against their number one player. Um, Famous Pokemon Go player has recently had his account suspended by Niantic for breaking the rules of the popular mobile game. Uh, According to Nintendo Soup, Singapore-based player Brandon Tan has made a name for himself by becoming the best Pokemon Go trainer in the world. As uh, commented to the... As committed to the cause as he is, it appears he's also been caught out for... or called out for violating the game's terms of service. So, basically what happened here is this guy who plays a lot of Pokemon Go Nerd. decided to offer to offer his serve. Ooh, yeah, really? Real bad? Yeah, yeah. yeah this, cracking uh, open an old beer. It's it's gone really bad. Yeah, it's good. Enjoy that one. Drink yeah. it. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna hand this over to the Foss. And we're going to uh, let him break it down. Explain Face to us. Face of smartphones? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, uh, break it down and explain to us, first of all, like why why this guy's in trouble. And then, um, you know, we'll, we'll get into it from there. 
So this cat has averaged 69 raids a day starting at 6 a.m. and not stopping until 9.30 p.m. So it's he's working more hours at Pokemon Go. Yeah, I mean, if you guys are watching live on twitch.tv slash media, you'll see the oh. faces that people are making when they hear about the disgust of, uh, of this player abusing the terms and conditions. Um, but realistically, they're all, they've just passed a really, really stinky beer around. Um, so uh, tastes, tastes like malt liquor now. There you go. Oh there God. you go. That's how Bud Light's supposed to taste, that right? Is, that has gone awful. Okay. <laughs> all right. So... Um, yeah, so he's done like 70 raids a day. He did 485 Mewtwo raids that week, but he started promoting his uh, Mewtwo service via his Twitter, um, and he was selling for Pokemon online for as as much as $400. He was operating five different Pokemon Go accounts, um, some screenshots that you know I, I was able to pull up online of his main account. You know, he's evolved 60,000 Pokemon. Um, you get the gold medal at 200. He's evolved 60,606. So oh he's God. done a, he's done a couple a couple one two evolutions. Um, you know he has seen 500 at least as of this point he has seen 575 Mewtwo's only caught 21. So I don't know how he's such a trash player that he can't catch a dang Mewtwo. That's but, true. Um, and then like he woke up one day to having his service suspended. So there's two questions here. Um, this guy, he's got the cojones to be like, if they don't unsuspend my account, I might go play another game. <gasps> Which has Niantic sweating, I'm sure. The other one is, is what he's doing that bad? I mean, I've personally already reached out to at least two people in the Gamesilla Media community, and I'm not going to tell who because I don't want their account suspended. I'm not even going to say what community they're a part of because I don't want their account suspended. It's Gamezilla. Saying, "Hey, listen, when Pokemon Let's Go, let Pokemon let Pokemon Let's Go comes out, you got it, you got it. I'm all flustered because I'm thinking about how fun this is going to be. <laughs> when Pokemon Let's Go comes out, like, how about like I just give you a list of Pokemon I need you to catch and then I cash app you? This is a real conversation because I might want some Pokemon. I don't want to work for them. I want to break the game and ruin my own fun by having somebody else do it. It is what you like to do. I love doing God mode yeah. in video games. If there's any way I can multiply items in an anvil or get unlimited rare candies, like I'll do it. So, so, Minecraft. so two questions. Two questions. First one, does he have any... Anything to stand on with saying like I'm gonna leave like I'm giving you guys so much publicity that me leaving is gonna be a big deal I deserve special treatment to unsuspend my account and I mean if there's idiots like me that are willing to pay for Pokemon What's the big deal with someone selling them? So let's start. Yeah, let's start with your first question here like I As far as like threatening them like you're, you're not if you want to call yourself the ninja of Pokemon Go, I guess you could, but like you're not you're not that like level of popularity to me. And to like to sit there and whine uh, about like I'm gonna find a different game and probably not come back. It's like okay, have fun. Have fun playing that Jurassic World yeah, Pokemon also, Go knockoff. Also, what other game? <laughs> what other game is there that can really have that type of platform for you that gives that gains you? the following that you have and even the ability to sit there and try to sell a Mewtwo for $400. Whatever mo mobile game are you going to try to, uh, you know, to sit there and, and become and make money off of uh, on the side. But so to me, it's almost like it's just it's an empty threat because I believe that if he's if it's really only a 30 day suspension, 
sure, go off and play another game. You'll be back. Like that's kind of my whole point is that because of what you've built here, you don't, you won't leave it. I think I, I, I'm calling your bullshit is basically what I think on that one. Anybody else, anybody else have a different yeah, take on that? because this guy is not bigger than Pokemon Go. Right, he He's going to go play this. some other it. game, and no one's going to care about him because he's going to be a no one in that other game. He He's the big fish in a small pond of idiots. That's just the way it is. Yeah, and so like to me, it's he's like... He's not going to go over to another yeah. pond and be successful. You can't afford to let go of this platform. Just like, let's be honest, we've seen Ninja try to stream something other than Fortnite, and it, it's a drastic change of, of subscribers and viewership and all that stuff. You need the platform as much as you think the platform needs you. Well, not to mention Ninja was a Halo player. And he didn't get big until he played Fortnite. Well, yeah, and Halo's so, never... Yeah, right. Halo's so dead, he, okay? Right. Because so Bungie sucks. To, so now if he goes and plays another game, he's just going to fall off again because he's famous for yeah. Fortnite. Well, you'll, you'd see him go live. You know, and he's done a lot of uh, sponsored streams, right, for Realm Royale or for Call of Duty or even if he's just playing League with his friends, like just having a fun night. And he'll you'll see him drop from 100,000 viewers to 20,000 and then maybe down to 10,000. Like at League, I think I caught him at 10,000 viewers, which is still incredible, right? A lot of times that's the second most popular Fortnite streamer hitting 10,000 viewers. But to think he's only retaining you know, 10% of his audience just by doing something else. And this guy probably doesn't have anywhere near, you know, this kind of following. So to drop to 10% of your audience because you're going to go play Merge Dragons, like, yeah. have fun, good luck. Like, just get me one of those Mewtwo's before you go, though. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, to your second question, though, this is where I shift a bit, is, like, do I think he, uh, do I think he did anything wrong here? I don't. Like, I hate these rules. I hate these rules that these companies are starting to place on, like, terms of services that you can't uh, charge any money for items or services with outside of the video game to, you know, like, who cares? Like, back in the, and, and again, I'm old, so I go back in the day to when I was playing Star Wars Galaxies, my friends were playing WoW, and we, were, and we got our accounts up to, you know, pretty high levels to the point where we're like, well... We're not going to play this anymore. And I sold, I remember selling my account for Star Wars Galaxy for $1,400 on eBay. My buddy across the street did the same thing. We both got to, you know, Jedi status. And it was like, we couldn't even walk. We couldn't even go into a city without being murdered because we were Jedis and everybody had bounties out for us. So it was like, all right, well, the, it, it was cool getting here, but I don't want to play this anymore. And it's worth money. We sold it. Nowadays, you do that. The account gets banned. You, your IP gets banned. Everybody, the account gets deleted. And, like, who the hell cares, man? It's one thing to have, like, a Diablo 3 problem where you build this auction house and people are actually trying to, like, cheat the system and generate all this money and it makes the game almost unbalanced and unfair within it versus me just saying, like, oh, you want to be a Jedi and you don't want to put the 150 hours into it? Here, here's my account. Now you're a Jedi. Like, enjoy being hunted for the rest of your life. Like, how, how does that, like, how's that any difference from me logging in and him logging in and the $1,500 that was just over on the side here between us? Like, who cares? It's just, it's greed because you can't have a piece of it. It's the same reason why gaming companies hate GameStop's pre-owned system where I can resell a used game to Deadite here for $30 and EA's upset because they don't get their cut. It's the same thing. They don't want the little guys over here having fun and making some side cash because they can't get a cut. Now, but isn't there a slight competitive aspect to Pokemon Go where, you know, the people who you want your players to earn the Mewtwo for 
balancing sake for achievement sake opposed you know so like if you're playing someone that has a Mewtwo you want to assume that they worked and they earned that Pokemon instead of just opening up their wallets to win it's, it's a pay to win sort of thing how's right? that any different though from like an in-game trade because they paid they paid money for it but no, no no okay how's that any different from me saying from you being this guy here yeah and saying hey I have 21 Mewtwo's give me a a, a standard Pikachu and I'm going to give you a Mewtwo. A, a rational person wouldn't just go around giving out their rare, rare Pokemon. How often did you go on the uh, random... Uh, the Wonder uh, Trade, they were all yeah. hacked. They yeah. weren't real. I don't yeah, care. yeah, but they were, it was but a lot of fun. how often did you go on Wonder Trade and just do it over and over and over again? Wonder Trade Wednesday? I did it all the time. There you go. Like, it's been in your it's been in Pokemon games for a little while now. Like, I, I, I just, to me, I... You, Pokemon and I mean this is Niantic this is their game but like but Pokemon in general it's like if you want to have some dominant Pokemon there's a way there's a way without necessarily like you saying I have to do the raid if if if, if that was the case you know uh, legendaries or whatever can't be tradable you have to earn them through the raid only you know? Didn't this and, guy have just beat the terms of service by changing the verbiage on his Twitter page that says Donations for a Mewtwo are accepted. I'm sure there's probably some smarter way he could have got around it, and he was pretty straightforward because I think he deleted the tweet. Maybe he hasn't. Um, and there's probably some way you could do it, but I mean, at the end of the day, he just he had his business that he wanted to that he wanted to do, and he was looking for people to buy. Now, Deadite, to your point about like coming up against somebody that's got a Mewtwo. You're, you're strictly overestimating what Niantic has been able to do over these last <laughs> couple of years. Um, there's no. P to P battling, but yet. like at a gym, like you go to a gym and it's full of Mewtwo. You can't put legendaries on a gym. You can fight it, oh, so it's easier okay. to take down a gym with a legendary. But at least to my best, initially when it launched, I gotta admit I, I may not have the answer. But when legendaries initially launched, you could not put a legendary on a gym. You could fight a gym with it, but you couldn't put it there. And thinking of like the few times that I did load up, I have loaded up Pokemon Go. I don't think I'm seeing legendaries on gyms. So you're telling me the game's still kind of dumb. It's still <laughs> worth selling. <laughs> Yes. good Pokemon for money for my Let's Go game. I just... Uh, I it's still true. It's been confirmed. I understand you want to protect your game and you want to try to make it a fair a fair and fun environment, but I feel like certain things, especially like this, if someone's going to go pay $400 from Mewtwo, does it really make them... Is that person really all of a sudden become overpowered and unfair to play against? Like, I mean, we have a small community, and I think I think am I am I correct in saying the the, the couple people that are heavy into Pokemon Go they have Mewtwo? Yeah, and they probably have. Yeah, I mean, multiples. now with yeah with the the Kanto event going on right now, me I would be surprised if either of the primary or even trimary because I think there's three people that really are deep into Pokemon Go have more than maybe five. Someone, aka the Doge Lord in the Twitch chat, said he got two Mewtwo today because it's it's hot right now. They've got a Kanto event going on, so maybe it's not that hard. One thing that's not being considered is that this dude, if he's doing sixty nine raids a day, I think a raid pass is a buck, right? If you don't have, um, I mean, you, you got to get coins somehow, right. and you only get one free raid pass a day, so he's spending 70 bucks a day on in-app purchases, which I get if he's turning that into, even if he catches five of them and he's turning that into $2,000 on the high end, yeah, Niantic probably wants a little bit of that, you know, a little bit of that bread, but he's spending money daily on probably Lucky Eggs yeah. and Incense. And the, only, the only question I have is who in who would pay $400 for a digital Pokemon? I just, I don't get it. Like, 
I guess my other that that would lead me to my other concern where Niantic would would be more I'd be more on their side in the sense of like how many of these transactions are like completely like fraudulent. Because again, I have a hard time wondering who's going to pay $400 for a Mewtwo. And and again, I may be naive here, but I just don't understand it. Like I I I don't understand it. Four hundred seems. I don't know. Four hundred dollars is a lot of money. I don't understand paying twenty dollars for a League of Legends skins, but you guys do that. So there's got to be people that pay four hundred dollars for a Mewtwo. And you know what? That's actually true. Think about some of the retired skins and the people trying to sell their League accounts yeah. that have the skins yeah, for a lot of happened money. Happened in Fortnite too with, this, with the initial special yeah. skins right, for October, right. like it happened. Yeah, thousands now, of dollars for a King. And I am Ramis. the guy that again years ago sold an account for fifteen hundred dollars because someone wanted to be a Jedi. So I mean, I guess I guess I should should pump the brakes. There are crazy people out there. Now, last but how thought. many of them are bullshit bullshit payments? Last thought. PayPal's eating or somebody's eating that money. Does Niantic look at this and go, wow, people are willing to pay stupid money for a chance to catch these legendaries? We're gonna put a a, a twenty dollar raid pass in the each in the in the shop that if you go and you buy this raid pass and you use it on a gym, you instantly summon a Mewtwo. And have them just, okay, if people want to pay stupid money to get them, here you go. Here's how you can catch retired Pokemon outside of an event. You go buy the raid pass, you get your friends, and you summon it at a gym. No guarantee to catch it. I mean, they could also open up their own marketplace built into the app. You know, where, where it's like people could list their extra Pokemon in-game. Well, that's horrible. That's a horrible idea. I hate it. I, I'm not saying I would ever want it, but you like... You just sell, sell Pokemon like they're dogs. I mean, Team Rocket had a... had a. They were doing all right. They're not, they're not animals to be sold at the mall in a glass case. They're your companions. They're your partners. <laughs> if Pokemon Go players will just pay for Pokemon, they're heartless. They're all Pokemon Go players like are that. heartless. They're not real Pokemon players. All right. No offense to our community. If you love it, you love it. But but I, again, if, yeah. but if you do, you're heartless. But you're heartless. <laughs> That's true. So the so the side spin I'm gonna put on this is Brandon Tan. We just talked. We just got done talking about Ninja, who streams the game Fortnite and makes hundreds of thousands of dollars doing so. More I like look, millions. I, I look, Hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. There we I look, go. There I look this cat up, and he has... Whoa, one, he's a cat now? Yeah. 172,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel, yeah. in which he hasn't posted anything in two years. Dummy. Dude, <laughs> you, you've caught 485 Mewtwo in raids, 69 a day. Buy yourself a GoPro, hook that bitch up, Put these videos on your YouTube channel, and people will pay money to watch you go do this crazy shit because people do that. Like, I also kind of wonder. It doesn't break terms of service because it's a YouTube video. I also kind of wonder, like his his like apparatus that he would use to hold like like imagine he has like ten cell phones all at once. He's like, oh, I, it's boom, DJ boom, so boom, it's boom. DJ Sona's table. Just pokeball, pokeball, pokeball. I imagine him wearing this like hula hoop <laughs> it's a, like contraption. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh! Dueler yeah, yeah. on oh, his arm. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't even know what the thing's called. Is it a dueler? Am I right? What's that thing know. called? I'm gonna Google it. Come on, you're the you're, you're, the, you're our Yu-Gi-Oh! It's guy. Time. Test. Yeah, I'm not a Yu-Gi-Oh! guy. The test is a Yu-Gi-Oh! guy. I don't know what the contraption is called. Part of the cards, man. Just pew. But yeah, he, a I, dual I, disc. I did know that. Disc, yeah. I did know that. You're I'm just right. curious, like what his what that is that he uses. Because I mean, the dude doesn't just like have to <laughs> pull out phone by phone. He's got to be he's got to be efficient where he's where he's hitting all these at the same time. Here's a Mewtwo. I shall prepare my dual disc yeah. for the raid. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Um, you know I have a like? hundred thousand milliamp hours of batteries between these four devices. I can do pay for hours. I have yeah. a holster that holds it to my belt, so I'm never away from power. Was <laughs> it say the raids? Like he would raid from six a.m. to nine thirty. To nine thirty. Thir- Thirteen. Oh god, that's more than that. Fifteen and a half hours. Fifteen and a half hours. So he's working almost two full-time jobs. Yeah, wow. just raiding. And an unlimited data plan. I wonder how much. I wonder how much money he was generating before he got in trouble. I wonder how much yeah. money he's generating now that his account's been suspended. Yeah, and let's be honest. Like because of because of all of that, he will be back. Like you're not going to walk away from Pokemon Go. There's just no way. There's no way you walk away from that much. Uh, potential and actually, Did he say he had five accounts. So is he still is he still wheeling dealing on the four other four accounts? Uh, yeah, I don't it know, says actually. his account was suspended. I'm sure right? they all were because that's the only reason I think you're doing seventy raids. You're doing five raids at a time. You know, you're doing one raid five times with five different accounts. You know, he's not going to seventy different gyms. Yeah. I gotta imagine. And actually, so the link to his tweet, um, you know, at, at the time of this tweet, he had you know sixty eight retweets. It's a Mewtwo service. A 100% perfect Mewtwo is $500. Um, 95% plus with like, you know, perfect, you know, whatever, perfect IVs. It's 200, 350, 400. I mean, just a bad Mewtwo, $32. And I'm pretty sure that when you import these into Pokemon Let's Go, it resets their IVs like it does in a trade. Because it does, oh, IVs reset in trades. How does this? How does this dude? Because <laughs> when you trade a Pokemon, it's not the same IVs as when you caught it. At least it wasn't when trading was launched. So this one's really good right now. Might not be good when you get it, but five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's, Man. that's interesting. Man, all right. I think we gotta stop talking about Pokemon Go. Yeah. Because I want to go catch a Mewtwo right now. All right. Let's move into the Patreon news topic of the week. This week, uh, you chose a winner, but the loser also had some votes. Uh, we were going to talk about... What, what, were we, what was the loser? It was Jeopardy, Jeopardy, video games, and Jeopardy. Oh, man. I watched that live and was so... Like, if you would have voted on this, you would have gotten probably a true Grimlock, like, just bitch fest. But you didn't, and so we're going to stay kind, and we're going to talk about Bowsette. I told you guys last week... That I was going to bring you all the news on Bowsette. You just didn't realize it was a one-week delay. Scoop, scoop. Time to talk about Bowsette. (laughs) Foss, take it away. So, a little background. For those of you who don't know what... Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Bowsette. It's the most sensual music we have. Who don't know about Bowsette. So, in the new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe Omega Alpha Super Street Fighter Edition that's coming out to the Nintendo Switch, we saw Toadette hit an item block, and it was the Super Crown. The Super Crown turned Toadette into, practically turned Toadette into Peach. Looked like Peach, and now you play the game as Peach. So not only can you play the game as Toadette, but you can now play the game as Super Crown Toadette, which is Peach, which had the internet thinking. Blew up. What? Thinking emojis everywhere. Thinking emojis everywhere. And we saw a comic strip, which if you're looking at twitch.tv slash media, you'll see a comic book strip kind of from the end of Super Mario Odyssey. Spoiler alert. Um, Mario and Bowser are both trying to court Princess Peach. Man, did I say Zelda earlier? I don't know. I, I might have said so. Princess Zelda. We knew who. We, we, you know what you're talking about. Princess Peach. Hashtag not my princess. I'm a Zelda guy. I never question the Foss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe Zelda's in Super Mario Bros. Like, we don't know. We I don't know. finished it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's not out yet for, for, for Switch. So we see Peach reject both Bowser and Mario. A very sad scene. 
as Mario is trying to tell Bowser it's going to be okay, Bowser turns around and has the super crown in his hand at what point he puts on the super crown and he becomes this goth princess peach super busty all spiky and whatnot and then him and mario are going out on this fantastic tennis date while a upset peach and luigi look on in the distance now you had your chance girl she now, blew it now, Bowser bad now she bad this was nice and wholesome fun but then the other side of the internet got a hold of this comic, and all of a sudden, <laughs> everything the on the internet, not even the dark web, it was Twitter. It, it was, was the dark web. It was, was it was 4chan. It was DeviantArt decided. <laughs> Isn't that the website that all the artists yeah, use? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 okay, okay. All the lewd Sonic all, drawings All of there. a sudden, <laughs> all the lewd everything's there. So all of a sudden, once again, if you're watching on twitch.tv slash games of the media or catching us on YouTube after the fact, the internet went nuts. And all of a sudden, there was all the different Mario enemies with the with the uh, super crown on looking on not even all mario just nintendo enemies looking super busty and super uh, uh lewd and that's where the internet went we saw cosplayers so we've got is that one of the little squid guys no that's chomp there's there's chompette chompette oh, so you had booette and chompette bowsette that's really aggressive whoa whoa <laughs> this cosplay this is cosplay that's art i guess some of, them, some of them are, are kind of you know humble some of them not so much and uh, I mean, cosplayers all over within 24 hours. Cosplay, whoa, cosplay, whoa, cosplay. Whoa, I thought this was a show for this children. Cosplay. I thought this was a show for children. It's just cosplay. It's just people dressing up as as video game characters. So <laughs> is that what that is? It's, this cos is, it's cosplay. This, cosplay. Is, this is what it. happened to the internet. That was smut. No, 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 no. That, that was cosplay. Smut. It's called. I checked they're, it. They're called ludes. No, they're called ludes. It's smut. Ludes cosplay. They're called ludes. So smut. We Look did. We get a nice little uh, uh, slideshow about 10, 15. Uh, <laughs> ain't a, nothing a little about the slideshow. Booet, <laughs> booet, <laughs> there ain't nothing little about this slideshow. And, Except uh, for the amount of clothes these these girls are wearing. And this one's kind of innocent. So real good for the audio show. You guys are gonna have to watch it. She's got a chain around her neck. That doesn't look innocent at all. That's, that's, that's totally innocent. That's Chompette. Chompette, always on chains. So Chains on chains on chains. So yeah, cosplayers took over. Within 24 hours, we started seeing the first cosplays. Uh, super popular uh, cosplayer whose name I need, I need not mention because she doesn't need any of our publicity. Mm. No, she doesn't. Um, went super huge on it, and she got she got real deep into the Bowsette, um, into the, the cosplaying world. And uh, yeah, that that's... That's cosplay. What, wow, that that's the one cosplay. That, that one's way too extreme on the cosplay. right there. Cosplay. Way too extreme. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's literally a bikini. So some cosplay was really well done, right? A lot of them with like spiky corsets, the horns, like a lot of spikes and, you know, more of a kind of semi-gothic, uh, like a gothic peach with, with horns. But then some of them were like, I'm going to put horns on and just have a bikini on and just let my titties to, out. To be fair, that particular cosplayer usually does a set. And I will say... Uh, they took a power wheel and and painted it all up as like Bowser's pimp ride and it was actually really cool. It, it just it just went downhill from there. I'm glad you found the time to do the research on this matter. Yeah, of yeah, course I did. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> we do it, Gamezilla. We're all doing right? a podcast. <laughs> I have to be educated on all of the news, oh, even the stuff yeah. I don't care about. So there's really not a ton of uh, of news. That's just you get. I mean, the, the Patreon topic was what the hell is Bowsette? Well, that's that's who Bowsette is. And I must say that the internet. They, they, it all came together. They all agreed that this was something they liked. 
this you know if, this this, <sighs> this trans species transgender dinosaur man transforming into a busty chick a plus on the internet yeah i mean right now in the world of cosplay everything becomes a busty internet chick cosplay but this one was one that just kind of like ignited within minutes of that direct it, it, like people saw it and it already was just out of control and so for me i don't know i guess I'm getting older now, so I'm watching things that, that explode on the internet, and I just kind of go, I look at myself, I go, damn, I'm getting old because I just don't understand why this is such a big deal. Boobs. I, I, I don't know what's, <laughs> this is like the most obvious thing to understand. You go, oh, okay, and then you move on. Well, no, no, I, I get once it hit the internet and there were boobs involved. What I don't understand is that based off of the, the, the one little thing that happened in that trailer, it exploded two boobs. Well, someone someone made a little bit of comedy, and then it everything ends up being boobs on the internet. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. Listen, boobs I, on boobs on boobs. I have a I have a legitimate that. concern that this podcast will get big enough where someday I'm gonna see some chick. I'm gonna have her, to get a boob implant. With her You're right. You're right. Out dressed like me, and I'm gonna be like, whoa! I don't I don't know about that. We already had that. I think it's Gertie for the Philadelphia Flyers or something like that. Gritty. You don't, Gertie, Gritty, whatever. You, you don't talk about my son, Gritty, okay? <laughs> he's he's finally, Oh, it's a son. My bad. It's my, my son, bad. Gritty, okay? Uh, he's got a, saw the he's boobs. Got, he's got all. a great hey, hockey career. Talk. He's talking about the day that I like Ethan. When, when someone pretends to be me and has big boobs? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the only way you like me? <laughs> Why couldn't you tell me that a couple years ago? I could have made that happen. could have facilitated that. No, it's just not the budget, right? <laughs> so let's just slide in this extra piece is that this blew up on the internet and everybody was having a lot of fun with it. And then Nintendo, of course, comes along and goes, oh, we invented uh, Bowsette before you guys started talking about it. No, they didn't. Yeah, there was in the official uh, Super Mario Odyssey art book that came out, there was uh, scrapped concept art of Bowser taking over Peach's body with a cappy of his own, right? So, like, he cappied Peach, and, you know, Peach got red eyes and red hair and horns and spikes and a tail. Like, it was a legit, you know, <laughs> Bowsette or whatever you want to call you know, whatever you want to call her. Um but when they reached out to him about Bowsette specifically, they just said they had no comments. <laughs> yeah. well, of course, I wonder why. That's the right move, Nintendo. Right. <sighs> so patrons, this you know. happens with everything, though, and I think the cosplayers have a lot to do with it. So look, take Overwatch for example. Like when Overwatch first came out, the cosplayers blew up for all the female characters, and you've seen all the popular female cosplayers like <laughs> like how the focus switch. <laughs> 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 and it was the most, it was the boobalicious photo, and then our camera focus just blew out, so the only focus was boob. <laughs> it was intentional. Uh, it's for the children. But then, but then, all of the the big popular that one is way too aggressive. Cosplayers. I see that one. <laughs> cosplay, well, like, cosplay, like said cosplay. one that we just seen started doing all the male characters. So you had your. McCree cosplays that were all sexied up. Roadhog. And your Roadhog and your Junkrats. And you your... should see her Roadhog. 
I'm sure her roadhog's all over the internet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You could see her roadhog, huh? Yeah, lots of roadhog. I'll get it for you. No, you're right. I mean, let's get get some of her roadhog. My mother-in-law watches this show sometimes, all right? Let's try and keep it clean. We're talking about cosplay. Tell her to skip this section. Make make sure you're taking your notes. Take notes. Oh, my. I told you I wasn't kidding. It's a good roadhog. Don't watch this. Uh, I've I've already, I've only taken one note this whole show. That's good. That's good. You're definitely doing your job. I never claimed to be good at it. It says quit show. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, <laughs> to your point, though, Jazzy, like, my, co- like cosplay has, I mean, has definitely pushed the envelope to sexualizing characters beyond anything. That, like, but at the same time, let's look at things like Tracer, who was sexualized to begin with, to the point where they even changed some of her animations early in the game because it was disrespectful. But is is that Roadhog or is that the villain from Mad Max Fury Road? It's both. Okay, no, it's, it's both. Got definitely got the 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 wild hog power yeah. stomach tattoo. Yeah, I yeah. see. Like I thought I was gonna cosplay Roadhog because I'm obese, so <laughs> I think yeah, she's doing be, it wrong. Yeah, that's true. It's true. There's not enough obesity. Yeah, I know. She's body shaming fat people by not allowing fat people to embrace our character. That's right. Wrong. That's right. Let's yeah. delete her. We're just deleting her to get see ya. Yeah. Get out of here, lady. Don't don't try and take I, fat people characters away from me. Listen, them. I'm picking up what you're putting down because Thank when you. I decided to do my first cosplay, I was like, I want to do a League of Legends character. It's my favorite game. And I honestly was like, nope, can't pull that guy off. He's too thin. I can't pull that guy. So I literally picked a character that I knew wasn't like super thin and, and tall and lanky. Yeah, just because it's like I, I'll fit the cosplay better if I'm a character. Man, that's you more just dad bod Kratos, and you're you're set. Dead, dead bods are still in, I think. She also has a Cubone cosplay. She does, yeah. Me and Cubone. She's got a lot of cosplays, but yeah. let's uh, let's not focus on that. That's not what we're talking about here. Next episode. Yeah. Um. But but. It, it, you it guys was, can do a Patreon review of slutty cosplayers all you want. There we go. Okay. <laughs> cosplay. It's just cosplay, everybody. Uh, yeah. Anything else on this topic, it's or art. can we move on? I think we need to move on. Do, you wanna, no, do we want to see the slideshow one more time? No. Okay. okay. Bowsette represents the best thing about when the internet can come together on a meme, and the whole world is happier because of it. It makes for interesting internet scrolling, that's for sure. Yeah, I could know for about... <laughs> it makes it for, I don't want to scroll at work? Yeah, for about two well, days. Yeah, for I about mean, two days, because one Nintendo YouTuber that I, that I follow on Twitter was hitting all of these with likes and retweets. Like, I'm like... I can't even like even if I'm walking in the hallway at work, like I can't open my Twitter because <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden it was just like boops. Like, all right, well, okay. Listen, yeah. th- this this could be a problem because I remember there was one day I was playing Mortal Kombat Nine, mm, the and, best Mortal Kombat, and there's the scene where you f- the f- in the story mode you first fight Melina and she comes out with like a strip of cro- cloth across her nipples and that's like it. And Al walks in the room, she goes, "What is this?" And I was like, "Oh, Mortal Kombat," and she's like. I don't think you should be playing this game anymore. <laughs> like, so, so what happens? I'm scrolling through my phone. She sees some of this bows. That stuff just happened to be like uh, hopping into, you know, my 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 Reddit or whatever. She'd be like, I don't think you should play Nintendo games anymore. Yeah, I'm, you gotta be careful. You can yeah, ruin everything. Bows that for could you. ruin everything for me. That's a good point. Good point. See, my wife le- enjoys looking at this Bowsette stuff because she's like, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. She is like the the meme queen. So she is she, she is the the memeiest of queeniest. Yes, absolutely. So. I'm safe, but you you should definitely be careful. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to find cents. out if I'm going to be safe or not. Let's go yeah, yeah, yeah like, test hey, it. Test the water. Yeah. Hey, Lauren, I'm going to show you a series of pictures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jazzy, don't test the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, not worth, it's not worth the risk, man. Let's <laughs> move on clear. to topic number four. 
It's a bunch of dicks. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. No, those aren't popular on the oh, internet. Sorry. Oh. Yep. Oh. I should stop sending them PlayStation places, has changed its tune and will be allowing crossplay starting with the game that no one's heard of, Fortnite. Oh. So what out of nowhere, Fortnite? out of nowhere, Sony has come back after saying we're not going to do it, we don't want to, we don't want to take our players and make them uh, unsafe. We don't want uh, our platforms the best. Pl- the reason why we will never allow crossplay is because PlayStation is the best place to play. I mean, these are all these are quotes from from CEOs to not, to past CEOs, and uh, and, and then all of a sudden, just one day, randomly, oh, crossplay going to be a thing on Sony starting with Fortnite. And I'm part of me's happy, and part of me's like, you're too late to the party, Sony. Like I'm still, I'm still like mad at you, but it does allow some some things to be fixed. And so, first thing, Epic has proven time and time again that because of how big their game Fortnite has become, they have power against these these console creators about making uh, decisions that where they were firm stance on one way and be and flip-flop into the other direction because who knows what Epic said behind closed doors. But the the thing is is that where this gets corrected now is that Epic has come out and said by November we are going to release an ability where you're going to be able to take your accounts now and purchases that you've made across multiple accounts and merge them. So for me where I have some stuff that I Merging, bought Merging, Jazzy's favorite pastime. Yeah. So where I have some uh, five, not three. I have some purchases on the Xbox side and I have purchases on the PlayStation side. I'll now be able to actually just combine those two probably along with my or no, that yeah, along with my Switch version and just have one account which would honestly make me very happy. It honestly might make me go back and play this game some more knowing that like now I can just progress on the the same on the Switch as if I picked up a PS4 controller. So it, it might actually give me a little bit back into the game, but the big po- the big point here though is that this did not look like it was going to happen for the PS4. We had had the discussions that it didn't need to happen. So this was not going to sink Sony by any means. They're the king of this generation right now. They they did not have to make this move. So why now? Why randomly now after taking such a hard stance against it just recently? Because they couldn't take it anymore. This 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 back in June, after E3 really started to hit home when the Switch version came out, and there was that big thing about how you couldn't link the Switch with your PlayStation account, and it started just spiraling out of control at that point. Then you have people every day coming to Sony, being like, "What can we do crossplay?" You know, and then Bethesda's getting involved, and you know this other group of people is getting involved, and then finally, there's probably somebody that like knocks on the CEO's door every day and is like. Crossplay? What do you think? Every morning, first thing, crossplay. What do you think? think? And he's just like, what? And then Epic comes to them and is like, man, we got this idea. We want you to do crossplay. And they're like, fine, we'll beta test it. Jesse, you haven't been able to change your name for 12 years. (laughs) Like, people still buy Sony product. You still buy everything Sony, even though even though you can't change your name. Who cares? Like, cross like. This was because people want to crossplay. Yeah. So I slipped the crossplay tape into the CEO's headset he wears at night, and he's like, "Crossplay, crossplay." You want me to switch it to switch PS4 name? I will. 
I mean, I'm, okay, again, I'm happy it's here. It's only for this game. They're going to take the analytics of this game, and, and based off of how things play and how how the you know the the ser- everything handles its, the, the, itself. Because let's be honest, the other concern we had about this is like, why won't they allow it? Why won't they allow it? And, and we kind of came back. We're like, is the PlayStation Network so archaic and, and out of date that maybe they can't support it? So like, is this like, okay, guys, we're gonna open the gates. It might blow everything up. We're gonna need to see what this ha- what happens when we do this. And then maybe we'll allow Rocket League. And then maybe we'll allow other things. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, to that point, though, I think, you know, we'll see we'll see the games like Rocket League uh, gain this ability as well because they are talking about other third parties that maybe will eventually get this, but they're, they're tippy-toeing around it because they don't want to make any promises just yet. But Fortnite uh, crossplay is is happening. Epic is going to allow now open up the the ability to merge these accounts, and it leads to the last question of: Have we ever seen a third party company be able to bully Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft around and make them do things that are completely against what they originally thought out to do? I don't. I can't think of another game that has had this type of power. To be able to push like this, and this isn't the first time Fortnite's bullied them, bullied someone, I should say. Yeah. Not not on a non-legal standpoint. What do you mean? I mean, there's been plenty of cases where it's like, oh, you can't do this because of you know the legality of it or something like that, and they've had to change their tune. Um, but as far as like, I, we think you need to do this because we're Fortnite and we're the biggest game out there right now. I don't think it's we think you should do this. I think it's like, hey, we're gonna like. It, like, I want to, I mean, we'll never know, right? I don't think this is going to come out publicly as to what was actually said, but, I mean, Epic could pretty much say, cool, we're going to pull our game from your platform. Now, was this Epic saying anything, though? I mean, do we know that Epic did anything, or was it just the outcry of people? Especially, think of how wild the internet went when it came to Switch, and there was all this crossplay except for Sony. Like, It's the- true. You're 100% right. It could be just the community. Yeah, I don't it's want still- to... It still plays to Fortnite, though, and its popularity. Correct. Yeah, has there been, and it, has there ever been a game so popular, popular that it's mobilized a collective of fans with a unified goal that's actually caused change from the highest degree? Yeah. You know, because I don't think... If uh, this is the case, though, then if it, Brandon Tang gets enough supporters behind him, then... Pokemon Go is going to give him his account back. And maybe that's the, the case. Thing. It could happen. And maybe you're, that's the you're, case. You're on we are right. in a mob mentality type of of world right now. If people don't like something that's going on, or if people want something changed and they can mobilize and act up about it, yeah. things change. Look at EA last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a ton of... There's a ton of things that go on like this. So I don't think that Microsoft or Nintendo were were bullied to do anything. I think both I mean Microsoft out of the gate could cross play with with PC, right? right? Which is to be expected. Um Nintendo needed Nintendo probably was like, "Hey guys, we would really like it if we could cross play for a higher player base." So they needed to do that and they got what they wanted. It was only Sony was, you know, pushing back and I think I don't think this was Epic directly. I think Epic has created a product that got the 
gaming community so fired up that Sony was finally not willing to take this PR hit. Yeah, I think you're I think the word bully might be might be misplaced from this article, but I think the the word influence, right? So so to see the Nintendo Switch bring Fortnite is one thing, but to then all of a sudden be able to plug a headset into the Switch and use a voice chat system via Fortnite without having to use the Nintendo online app at all right, yeah. shows that they have the the they have the ability, the power to sit there and say, We want to do it this way. And Nintendo responds with, Okay. As long as we get Fortnite, okay. So it's not necessarily a threat, but I think again they just have that they have the power right now of just like you you're the fan base that we're literally gonna bring to your store and and the thirty percent cut that you're gonna take on every microtransaction, like you're gonna say yes to us. And that is that's just amazing. Um, and, and right now it's in a very positive way where we're hap- I'm happy to see these walls being torn down and this and this ability to say Oh, my friend only has an Xbox. Not a problem. I'm going to play Fortnite with him. Doesn't matter anymore, and right. that's great. That's where the industry saw itself going, and I think it's ex- been accelerated to this point because of Fortnite. And so the you know the scary part of this is is that a game that has this type of ability, you know, like what happens when something shifts because of this game that we don't like, you know, like let's just say microtransactions weren't. Uh, weren't a problem. People weren't complaining about them, and Fortnite really pushed the envelope to expand that that whole horizon of of possibilities. We'd all be sitting here in a very opposite way. So it is a little scary to see this one entity be able to kind of flex around the industry the way it is right now, um, and, and in a way where it's like, well, right now I'm happy, but tomorrow, who knows what what this one group of you know this one company could do. And this one community could cause. Like, like, hypothetically, what if there was some sort of requirement for an extra paid service that wasn't required on one platform and they pushed to require it on all? Yeah. So let's say go. let's say Nintendo Online was never intended to be free or, you know, was never, you know, in a company were to push Nintendo would be like, well, you know, you really need to have a paid service for whatever their justification. You know, again, this is a really ludicrous, like, thought that I'm throwing out there, but that's the idea of maybe something negative that that's, someone with this much, uh, you know, like, clout could potentially push in, in a way that would be negative for fans. It's a perfect, that's a perfect example because you think about free-to-play games generally do not require PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, or Nintendo Online. But Epic could be that one that says, well, we want, we want to make this required, and then we want a 10% cut of your services. Or even worse, they could say, listen, we are consistently running thousands of their hundred of hundred a hundred player matches. Listen, it's gonna be free to play, but it's gonna cost you two ninety nine a month yep. to help us keep our servers up. We've got a lot of players. You just tune but for that two ninety nine a month, we're gonna give you a dollar worth of V Bucks every month. Yep. So like you get a little bit back, but sorry, you gotta pay three bucks a month to play our game. Yeah. 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 So, no. What's the current switch sales at? I don't know. Right around, roughly. I think it's right around. I think they've got twenty million out right now, give or 20 take. Twenty million. There was over two million downloads of Fortnite within the first twenty-four hours of its launch back in E3. 
for Switch. For Switch. And that was probably so when there was closer it's to... Closer, it's probably got to be around 50%, I'm thinking. It's a free download. I mean, who... who like, I mean, Deadite hates the game, and he downloaded it right. to his Switch. I know it's not there anymore. Downloaded it, but played you, two matches, and was like, why did I download this right. again? Oh, yeah, this was kind of fun for a second. I'm gave, never going to play it again. But you it. gave him the download. And so, yeah. like, I mean, so that's the extreme on the one side of, like, I really didn't have an interest, but because it's free, I'm going to see why everybody's freaking out about this. So, yeah, when you think of that... That that concept, yeah, it's got to be super high, right? There, so I mean, why wouldn't Nintendo be like, you want to know what Epic? Yeah, we're gonna let this slide and let you do what you want on our system because fifty percent of the people that own our system are gonna play your game I, at one point. There, that's what I'm, yeah, and that's the point we're making is that that Fortnite and the community of Fortnite and just the overall world that is Fortnite has all the cards right now. I mean, they pretty much, I, I mean. <laughs> Within reason, they could pretty much request almost anything they want because they're going to give you a platform that no one else can give you. And I mean, to that point where right now, and I mean, I don't know, I don't know if there's been a time that I I can remember. Go buy an Xbox, go buy a PS4, or go buy a Nintendo Switch, and there's a Fortnite bundle with a Fortnite logo on each box. When's the last time a third party? You know, like has had something where their their big big game logo, free to play game, was slapped on every box possible. It's just oh well, yeah, you just get some V bucks and, and a skin or something like that. You know, it's not it's this isn't a Gears of War bundle, which would have been Xbox only, but like um, uh, maybe an Assassin's Creed bundle, like Call of Duty, got, bundle, yeah, Call yeah. of Duty bundle or something yeah. like that. This is literally a free to play game that somehow has gotten product placement on the front of every console that currently exists right now. It's because it costs them next to nothing, and it parents that don't know, they walk and go, oh, look, a Fortnite machine that my kids can handhold that isn't their tablet. Okay, I'll buy this for them. Yeah. It's a it's a good sales tactic for the holidays. Yeah, it is. So, But, yeah, that, that's Power our... Power to Epic. <laughs> that's been our attack on news for these topics and much more. You want to visit GameZillaMedia.com where you can read the blog, you can watch the videos, you can enjoy the stream team, and Tessa's going to tell you more about that right now. Now, I know what everybody's thinking. I know GameZilla Media has a stream team, but since the tag system and everything on Twitch sucks so bad right now, I don't know where to find them. So instead of talking about what we're playing this week, I'm going to let you know where you can find us. One, twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media. You follow us, our home show, to not only catch us live on Monday nights, but you can see us host all the members of the stream team. We're talking about Deadite Night. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Matrick on stage. Yeah. We're talking about Spectre XV. We're, spo- <laughs> we're talking about Grim the Dino. Yeah! And we're That's talking about <laughs> Testonomics. Like yeah. I was hoping for the cricket. <laughs> I was hoping for it. I was hoping for it. Yeah. So that's option one. Twitch.tv slash GameZilla Media. You follow us here and you'll see where we're streaming. Second, GameZillaMedia.com. Your hub for all things GameZilla Media. Top of the page, you can find the stream team. You click there, you can find all the channels individually and come give us a watch. This is test for the stream team over and out. Oh, I like that. Over and out. I just wanted to let you know so there was an awkward silence when I was done talking because you never know if I've got another point. Did I get ready because it's time for must or bust. I don't want to do it. Do it. I'm pointing at you. Do it. I have to do when people point at me. Do it. I'm pointing at you right now. They're all pointing at me. Oh.
concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? Welcome to Muster Bust for the week of uh, September 30th to October 7th. I got some games for everybody to vote on. I'm going to maybe pick a few people to explain why they're hype or why they're not. First game up coming out October 2nd for the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox. It is Mega Man 11 by Capcom. The Blue Bomber is making the return. Muster bus. Let's take a look here. Uh, Jazzy's not giving us any vote. Oh, it's down, down, and down. I played the demo, and I am a Mega Man fan. I'm not a super fan, but I can tell you it was really difficult. Not, and all Mega Man games are, but I was a little surprised at how difficult this was on a normal setting. But I'm going to go to uh, Jazzy Fiddle. Ugh. Why is it such a uh, thumbs down for you? I... I've never been a huge Mega Man fan, and when I was watching some of the gameplay and the trailers, everything reminded me of Pokemon Sun and Moon. Like, just the the characters and everything, just the way they talked and, like, interacted, everything reminded me so much of Pokemon Sun and Moon, and I had such a beef with the way that game played itself out that, uh, Let's I just don't know. delete Jazzy from this segment. <laughs> I'm not going to ask him another question. Uh, I think he just had an aneurysm. No, it's serious. I want a second answer on this one because that one... Deadite, why is it such a thumbs down for you? I know you're not a Mega Man fan, but did you play the demo? I didn't play the demo. Um, Tess, did you play the demo? It just, no interest. It just Ooh. reminded me wow. so much of Pokemon. No, I'm just kidding. That was ridiculous. Um, no, okay. I am not good at video games. Mega Man games are hard. If I'm going to play a Mega Man game, I'm going to play one through six. I'm just being honest with that. I love the 8-bit style Mega Man games. I didn't even have enough interest to download the trailer because I'm like, man, I don't. I'm just. I don't. I'm not up to the challenge. I'm going to be super honest. I'm not going to play it because I'm. I'm not interested in the frustration that comes with playing a Mega Man game. I have, if I want to be frustrated right now, I'm going to keep playing The End is Nigh, which is a frustration that I can handle. Yeah. I uh, I will be playing it. I'm still concerned about it, because I but I pre-ordered it with the Amiibo edition. It's on its way, and I just, uh, I'm surprised. I don't know. I like it. I, I really like the art style. Okay, like it, it does. It does seem to do all right with the art style. But my uh, my issue is is just the uh, the difficulty and then the um, the blending of the powers. Like the what what is it called? Does anyone know the what is the it gears? Gears is it, or something, something like that. Something yeah. about gears. That is still a little weird to me. But we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm gonna give it a shot because it's a Mega Man and because we have you know I I, I we haven't had one in a long time. So um, I'm gonna give it a shot. But we're gonna move on. Next game, one I've been waiting for, Forza Horizon 4, October 2nd for the Xbox. This is the game to get if you are looking for a fun arcade-style racing game that that just looks phenomenal. Forza Horizon 4, going to Deadeye, who doesn't own an Xbox, giving me a thumbs up, so I want to hear what he's got to say about this game. Arcade-style games are more fun than non-arcade-style games. 100% agreed. It looks like a really fun experience when it comes to racing. You know, like, that's it's more fun for me. I'm more enticed to play a game like that. And it looks beautiful. If you own an Xbox, what's, what's Xbox fans' number one complaint? We don't have exclusive games. Well, this looks like a really fun exclusive game that you're going to be able to play with friends online. You're going to be able to play by yourself and have a good time with. It just looks like it's an absolute yeah, riot. Are. So... 
I, I if I owned an Xbox, I would for sure be buying this game because we my all like game. to play with ourselves. Is this available on Game Pass? I think it is. Uh, again, all first-party Microsoft games are, so I would well, say then, yes. So the only problem with this is it just it reminded me a lot of Pokemon Sun and Moon. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Man. <laughs> Like with okay. the cars and the racetrack and the weather effects, <laughs> listen, sun and moon. Listen, this game looks like Forza Seven as far as uh, as far as the the graphics. It looks gorgeous, but the gameplay remind you know reminds me of Project Gotham. So and and, and this whole season thing that we got to learn about, where it's like you're you're ra- during the summer you're racing around this lake, but then in the winter that lake's frozen, and now you're having drag races across the lake on ice, like. It looks fun. They're integrating things like special Halo missions where you're going to be able to race warthogs. There, I saw I saw a clip today where you're you're racing a, a stealth bomber that's flying through the air and you have to try what? to catch it. It's just it's just crazy. Cool. And if you played a pre- the previous uh, Forza Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon Three, they released a whole DLC that was just Hot Wheels where you raced on Hot Wheels tracks, like the orange tracks where you're doing loops and everything. Like this game doesn't take itself too serious and that's why I'm excited for it. It looks like a lot of fun. It is that exclusive that people are waiting for for, for the Xbox and and there has I mean maybe you're not a simulation racer but there hasn't been a bad Forza game ever. So I mean like there you go. Enjoy it, have fun. I, this is a day one I will be playing this. Can't wait to to try it out on my Xbox One X. All right. Uh, next game I have is it's very special, very special for Deadite. Come on, the PC, the PS4, the Xbox One, and not the Nintendo Switch. WWE 2K19. Oh, what a oh, what a shame that Grimlock got muted, muted on his own muted. show. I'm sorry, I just didn't. I didn't want to hear the rest. I just want to let you know that I got muted. Uh, <laughs> WWE 2K19 no, 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 no. Deluxe Edition and the Collector's Edition. Oh. Your go-to game. I'm sorry that you can't play on the on the Switch this year. I'm really I really feel bad for you. Listen. Get your thumb out of here, Jesse Fiddle. <laughs> if you are listening to this on any sort of audio delivery service, if you're watching us on Twitch, if you're watching a replay on YouTube, I'm reaching out through the camera and I am reaching to you and I am begging you. Hopefully you're watching this in VR. I am begging you to not buy this game. Don't accept a free copy of the game from anyone because that is a trick. Bags and I will buy it for you. Don't. It's the only game that's, you know, I mean, this is the pinnacle. Like, Fire Pro Wrestling doesn't have anything on this game. Oh, no. The WWE 2K games. (laughs) 2K for life. Are feces. They are (laughs) feline feces covered in litter and piled on with warthog smelly urine. I assure you that playing playing this game will ruin your life. Don't play it. 2K doesn't deserve a single cent of your money after they screwed the Switch owners last generation. This year's game is going to be a buggy pile of diarrhea just like every other damn year and it's I'm sick of it. WWE fans deserve better. Everyone deserves better than games made by 2K. Do not Buy this game ever. Not even for a nickel or a dime. Well, I know when I'm gonna get Deadeye for his birthday. Oh, that's 
the best gift. Mm-hmm. That'd be really mean. I know. I like to be mean. Because not only do we give him a bad gift, but that means we're not getting him a real gift because he's getting <laughs> a bad one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm this just going to yeah. pretend like I didn't hear any of this oh. segment. I'm going to get it for him and be like, but you love wrestling. I thought this would be the perfect <laughs> gift for you. <laughs> but for real, this is a must only if you buy the collector's edition because there's a badass Ric Flair pop in it. Woo. The Ric Flair pop is so cool. It at least Ooh. made me go... How can I get one of those and screw 2K? We're going to steal it. Couldn't think of a good way. You buy it, you keep the pop, and you resell that game day one before anyone knows the mistake that's been made. It's the collector's edition, though. <laughs> so you got to spend like $184,000, and then GameStop will give that's you 62 a, cents for the that's game. An aggressive, Too many dimes. That's an aggressive collector's edition. Things are getting out of hand here. That's 2K. That's an aggressive, aggressive amount people. that GameStop's going to give them for that game. Yeah, six whole dimes. That's uh, pretty yeah. standard for GameStop. <laughs> All right. Uh, Don't so buy that game. Next game, October 5th for the Nintendo Switch Super Mario Party. I got I got a from the Foss from the face of Switch I have a eh, I have a I don't know what Jazz is giving me is it just an animated thumbs down is that what it is yeah okay animated thumbs down and I got a big thumbs down from the guy that's probably gonna buy the game Dead Eye probably gonna buy it make my wife happy <laughs> <laughs> listen uh, no I don't want to hear yours Mario Party <laughs> one and two I have not forgiven you for ruining the joysticks on my N sixty four controllers and guess what. I'm going to buy you begrudgingly only because it makes my wife happy. I don't like Mario Party games, and I damn well know that everyone knows that Pac-Man Fever is a superior oh God. game. Mute yourself. Fruit. Mute yourself. Fruit. Mute yourself. Wait, wait. No, no, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> Mario Party broke your N64 joysticks. It wasn't WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy. No, because to do especially, you just flick the stick. If you if you improperly use the joystick in that one, you're you're no. Dummy. You to, you, in order to kick out, you had to rotate as fast no, as you can. You're thinking of the wrong game. Man, I'm not though. Then you didn't know how to play. You the game. You must have just been bad at it. That's fine. Ooh, Ooh. shots fired. Wow, I think Shot. we're gonna have a one v one match here I do that. when the N64 Classic gets announced. Okay, um, I want somebody else to buy this though, so that we can take it over to the Deadite and L's house and then play the whole like. Where you can make a big map out of here. Well, I think you only switches. see you only see two of them, right? Yeah. I mean, again, I will probably well, own. Person. I'll probably yeah. own this game because we'll be in a store and Al will see it and just put it in the cart, and that'll be the end of that. I, I won't mean, mind playing it a this? couple times at like a party, but like, yeah, this is not nothing. I mean, I'm I'm lukewarm with this game. It, it like I see the mini games, and I think it'll be fun in a party setting. I'll let Dead Eye buy it because that's you know generally the party at Dead Eye's house. So that's there we my, go. that's my we thought. I'm thumbs We're middle. The like, party yet. like I <laughs> I want to play it, but I don't want it enough to buy it. Like I yeah. want to play it with friends, but I'm not going to host people to play some stupid Mario party. Yeah, game I will house. gladly bring Dead a bunch of Joy Cons over to Joy Con. Yeah, sorry, Joy Con <laughs> over. Joy Cons with a Z. Yes. Uh, I'll bring them over to yeah. you know, participate soft, soft, yes, in yes, the yes. game. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Okay, uh, last game in the muster bus section is the new uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey PS4 Xbox One. Uh, I don't know if it's PC version the same day. Maybe it's probably three months later. Yeah, like exactly. Year. So October fifth, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This is I, this like Origins was really good, and uh, Odyssey looks looks even better to me just because of the time period that it's in. I am a must on this one. It's gonna look gorgeous. It, uh, it, you know, ancient Greece. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a must. If you're done with Spider-Man and you're looking for that next kind of open world adventure game, this is it. And you know, so um, yeah, big big thumbs up for me. I got a big thumbs up from the face of Switch who can't even play it right now. And he's got a PC. 
Yeah, but I don't think it's coming out to PC anytime soon. Yeah. But this has got me looking back on the FOSS book marketplace to try to sneak like an Xbox One S on the low. Because um, I want to play it. Like, I, I want to play this. There hasn't been a game that's come out that goes, I just, I like this game enough to play it. Like, Odyssey, not Odyssey, Origins almost had me last mm-hmm. year where I'm like, I kind of want to play this, but I'm like, I don't really want to play. Like, I want to play Odyssey. Not that shitty Mario game, but the Assassin's Creed one. Um, <laughs> so I want to play it to the point where I think I might buy a system to play it. Because it's not question. coming to Switch. Is I know in Origins you had the ability to like, so you had like eagle that would like give you like the aerial cam or yeah. whatever is kind of like what they do with drones and a lot of uh, like shooter games and stuff like that. And on the cover of this, it looks like there's some sort of eagle or hawk. Are they just basically re-implementing that into this game since it worked out well? You know, I haven't uh, I haven't seen that mechanic in the game, so I don't know. Possibly, I mean, there's probably some sort of scouting scouting mechanism in the game and. In, Ancient Greece, what else would you have uh, right. than maybe a bird? Cool. I am not going to buy this game. I'm going to wait till next year when Assassin's Creed takes place in feudal Japan because if we learn anything at E3 this year, we need more samurai games on the PlayStation more 4. More good samurai no, just games. Just more samurai games. There wasn't, there wasn't enough. enough. No, there, wasn't, are, there has not been enough samurai games. Now you're just being games. a troll. Yeah, but when was the last samurai game announced? It's been years. Wait, are we are we joking? Right no, now? no. We, you somehow Neo? bit. You somehow bit on that. How'd you bite on that? The joke is that there's way too many samurai games. There's not enough samurai games. That's not the joke. The joke's over. Give us your opinion. I'm not buying this game. <laughs> Why would I? Have you ever played? I've Assassin's never played Creed? an Assassin's Creed game. I, I there's been free ones on PlayStation Plus. I've been like, oh yeah, I'm at the library. I'm never gonna play that, and I move on with my life. I really liked that. I played Brotherhood. Or the whole Assassin's Creed 2, like, arc, brother, um, while I was probably most fluent in Italian, and I thought that was fun because I could play with subtitles off. Nerd. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw me. I I knew two languages for a while. Idiot. (laughs) I'm an idiot. There you go. Now you get it. You got a pro controller for learning Japanese, you idiot. I actually think it's pretty cool. Listen. Listen. Idiot. Test. Next. uh, Where do you live? It's time for team talk. This is America. On bit by a bit. All other languages are inferior to English. Here we go. Here we we go. go. All right, that's been Toad. 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 So this is what I want to talk about. Things that Toad looks like in pop culture. You can do that in the next section. Okay. All right. Muster bust is over. But we want to hear. We want to hear. What if these games are must or bust for you? And you can chime in in the Discord, gameslimited.com homepage. Hit that Discord button. Come chat about Mega Man 11, WWE 2K19. Don't chat. Assassin's yeah, don't, Creed don't, Odyssey. I'll ban, I'll ban Super you. Mario Party. Are these must or bust for you? Find the channel. Let us know. If, All you, right. if you talk about 2K19, I'm going to change your name to idiot then ban you. So just an FYI. Someone sell me an Xbox. I have an extra Xbox. Do you? Mm-hmm. I've got an Xbox. You can have. Get out of here. You have to play Forza Horizon 4 with me after I buy I, it for you. I'm not buying an X. I just need an S because yeah. I don't want the power brick. What if I sell it to you for the cost of an S? Like, <laughs> you okay. Do, you okay. wouldn't do that. We're moving on. You guys can wheel and deal after the show. No, yeah. Jazzy leaves right after the show. We got to stay live so that I can make this deal. It's time for our next segment. Our next segment is me talking about the two great shows that we have at GameZillaMedia.com that talk about movies. One, WWE 2K19. All right, where's his camera? Two, WWE 2K18. Go ahead and mute him. I'm taking him off the screen. All right, let, let me let me get through this plug here. Movie Blast with Bob and Bax, a.k.a. the Movie Blast podcast. 
drops every Friday. GameZillaMedia.com and all your favorite places to subscribe to podcasts. They have a good one coming up this week. I don't, I want to give it away, but it's a movie I've always wanted to watch and I never have. So a little tease there. So make sure you subscribe to Movie Blast the Movie Blast podcast, and then dropping Mondays, which is live day, so you might be watching on Twitch right now and know that it just dropped. <laughs> We're talking about the last action podcast LPJ and Sphinx did, Big Trouble in Little China. So uh, go ahead and subscribe, show some love to the Movie Blast guys, and uh, they're they're back to showing yeah! those those booby, those booby ladies uh, with me. It's, yeah, it's not... It's 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 smut is what it is. It's it's it's. Nah, I checked. It's cosplay. It's art. It's art. It's about as much art as this show is art. Let's do some damn emails. The FBI has just sent a letter to Bezos informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading emails from GameZillaMedia.com. Oh man! <laughs> well done, guys. Well done. Well done. Okay, I got. I gotta get get ready to oh, read. We, we didn't pause. You did. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why, and none of the audio listeners are gonna understand what happened. You know, it's it's tough because I so rarely actually look at the monitor to see what's going on, and I took a brief glance up and just saw that you guys were just <laughs> putting me next to a bunch of whores. What do you mean so. we put you next to them? You put yourself. You encouraged it with your laughter. Mm. Well, you got control over the video stuff. You can't why? prove I, I don't. Was, you can't prove I was laughing. My mute. My mic was muted. I don't need to prove anything. I know it. <laughs> Proof and facts don't matter anymore. Okay. <laughs> 2018. He's not wrong. You're right. You guys just ruined my political career. <laughs> it was us? It wasn't a bunch of card, uh, uh, ra- uh, cardboard, paper, paper towel, and some markers? Nope. Nope. That, <laughs> in 2018, that might help me more than ever. All right. So we're doing some emails. You can send in emails, info at GameZillaMedia.com. And if I feel that you ask a question worth reading on this show, well, then I will read it on the show. It's that simple. So write good emails, and you might get answers. We got uh, one or two emails this week. Let's see how long we spend on them. This one's coming in from our boy, Dabrutish One. Dabrutish One. When it comes to fighting game, the term DLC is often used to nickel and dime consumers as a way to justify a game's shelf life but sometimes DLC introduced as a collaboration between different companies' IPs. Why is this becoming a mandatory feature in new releases? I often hear people chiming in on who should be in a game before the roster is even revealed. Have we as consumers become entitled? Are the companies using that as a sense of entitlement against us? P.S. I know y'all are some Lions fans. How about them Cowboys? One, the thing about being a Lions fan is we have no expectations and we kind of hate the team we love. Zero. And two, are you really bragging about being a Cowboys fan right now? Because they're also toilet water. Pretty much, yeah. So so the brutish one had technically three questions in there. So let, let me lay down what the actual questions are through the filler. Why, you know, why is these crossover characters becoming mandatory in new releases? Because we're entitled. 
<laughs> are we becoming entitled as consumers? Yes. Um, and are companies using that entitlement against us? I mean, I mean, has this really been a like? Do we want to really look at this as like a recent thing? Like, I can remember back all the way to like Soul Calibur Two, where we were getting special characters, and it 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 made us choose: Do we want this on GameCube because we want Z uh, Link? Do we want this on uh, Xbox because we want Spawn? Like. No one wanted Spawn or Hihachi. Everyone wanted Link. I bought the Spawn and the Link one. Fool. But uh, I love that game. So to me, it's like we've had this kind of going on for a long time. It's gotten worse, I would say, where we're almost like if we don't get that special character, uh, then we're already kind of trashing the game, which I think, yeah, that's unfair. I mean... It's Soul Calibur, what are we on now? Six? Is Soul Calibur Six is on, is on its way here? And I don't care if there's a special character or not. I just, I'm dying for a new Soul Calibur game. If you give me a. We, dark, got, that, we got that cat from The Witcher. What's his name? Galliard? Uh, Gar Gandalf. Yeah. Gandalf. So, I mean, again, there, there already <laughs> is that special character in there, but if he wasn't, I mean, I still would be just as excited for Soul Calibur. But I think, yeah, the, it, especially in the fighting you know, uh, genre of, of games. It's uh, it's a uh, almost mandatory nowadays to have some sort of cross character, you know, jump into your game. And I don't know, I are we to ask if we're entitled? Yeah, I mean, gamers are super entitled to that mm -hmm. point where we've talked about the communities forcing their hand on, on creating change. And yes, we've been happy for most of this change, but like we also are that group that can be, you know, that can hurt things and. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Some of yeah. us take like a a thing that they love, like and, dragon seeds, like a pizza. Yeah, like a pizza. But this one's called bungee, and oh they God. they give it they give it some money because they love it and they want to see it <sighs> succeed. And then when bungee decides to bring out Destiny Two, they just quit on them, right, and then they don't. You we're know, talking about fighting games. Time out. Time out. Can I ask? Ask. <laughs> We're talking about taking, like, like if Bungie and Destiny had taken, say, Mario and put it into Bungie but like, but, and put it into Destiny, but that didn't happen. So where's this example going with, with, with Bungie? I don't get it. All right, so forget Jazzy's example. <laughs> so we can all say a lot of really nice things oh, okay. about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and the work that they're doing before the game ships at getting this wild video game crossover fighting game wow right we've got third party characters we've got first party characters we've even got some second party characters we got all the party characters we got some mario party characters but i digress you're an idiot if you think that six months down the road they're not going to be like remember how we weren't going to add any more fighters we just got so and so from such and such, and such game. Rayman's in for four ninety nine. Like no matter how good it looks from the get go, you just you're you were already conditioned. Like man, they're gonna screw us somewhere. They're gonna want more money, and it's gonna be good and worth it. Now, Tess is one hundred percent right about that. Well, there's there are gonna be DLC characters they're gonna make us pay for later. Yeah. Uh, I, this is something I'm gonna be curious to talk to the the brutish one and and anyone else in the fighting game chat uh, in our in our Discord uh, community. I distinctly remember reading when they were announcing DLC packs for Mortal Kombat X, which is the, the fighting game I'm the most tied into. I love Mortal Kombat X. And the fan base does not, at least for Mortal Kombat X, was there was a, a, maybe a vocal minority or maybe it was a large group of fans that didn't want Jason Voorhees and Leatherface and Alien and Predator. They, they, were, they were 
crying out like, where's Baraka? Right. Where's yeah. Noob? Like they wanted the actual characters from the IP that were left out, and they were salty that these Hollywood characters, these these movie characters that I rarely ever play as, and I'm sure a lot of Mortal Kombat players ever play as, they didn't want them in the game. They wanted their their characters that were original to the universe in the game. And I'm, I'm really curious to know if that happens in, in other games. Now, with Soul Calibur, we just have Geralt. We just have the one in Soul Calibur. What was that four? We had uh, Darth Vader and Starkiller or Yoda and Starkiller, so a couple. But, I mean, with Mortal Kombat, they in Mortal Kombat X, they shoehorned a lot of, like, celebrity characters in there. And I actually do think that when you look at the roster, in some ways it, it draws some people in, but it isolates the actual hardcore fan. Yeah, and it's the same with Injustice, too, bringing in, or well, actually both Injustice games. And turtles. Where, where they, they brought the Turtles in. They also brought, uh, they just crossed over and brought some MK uh, players yeah. in too, and it was just like, do I really need Scorpion and in Injustice? Well, the, the 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 worst one was, did we need Raiden as DLC in yeah. Injustice? Yeah, no, no. Nope. Like I, I like playing as Raiden. I think he's a good character in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's fine if you want to shoehorn Scorpion and Sub Zero in as like your obligatory MK character. You cross over, but adding Raiden as DLC, I think, was a spit in the face to the the fans of the Injustice series. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, I don't and, know yeah. if I'm all about that. Like bringing others into a different game. Because we were just talking before the show about how Arena of Valor on the Switch doesn't have it yet, but on mobile you could bring in some DC characters so you mm-hmm. can play as, like, Superman and stuff like that. I, I just have... And Superman's my boy, but I don't like it. Like, I don't want him in this other game. I like this other game because of what this other game is. Like, if I wanted to play as Superman, I would go play a game that is designed to have Superman in it. Yeah, I mean, the, I I kind of agree with this. Like, I just I kind of like Smash is that exception, right? Because I mean, we we've had that that type of uh, secondary support for Smash for quite a for a little while now. And I mean, I don't necessarily mind it there, but and and then when you think of games like Marvel vs. Capcom, like the game is literally named to have different groups mashed together. Beyond that, I just don't care. There's like when again. The last time I think I cared about this would have been Soul Calibur 2. I just because it was something that was so unique and now it's like done so often and every fighting game, you know like a game that I think and maybe I'm wrong about this but uh, maybe Tess can can confirm with me. Um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z hasn't done it. Uh, like it's just it's just their characters I believe. Now they've added more of their characters but I, I, there's no nothing cross Plat or cross uh, franchise. They have, in that a, game. they have a, what one original character that was created for the story mode of the game? Why would I know this? I don't know. You were like the number five streamer yeah. in the world. Yeah, but I, I I was asking people who these characters were. And I was pronouncing you, all their names wrong. I'm making a bunch of weebs mad. You were yeah, a resident Dragon Ball guy. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, I'm. Ooh. I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> remove but, himself. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, you liked Pocket Rumble plenty. If they would have like somehow been like, oh, we need to make a deal to shove Shovel Knight in there, would it really have mattered? Like, would it really have mattered to you? You were just, gonna, you were yeah. just excited yeah. for Pocket Rumble either way. And so that, I mean, I don't know. I just, to me, it's, it's overkill. I'm tired of it. You know who's the worst? One of the Tekken games had Pac-Man in it. Like yes. he was like Pac-Man and like an armor. Yes. Yeah, it's stuff like. And then one of the ones that it's controversial, but again, it's it, I I used to be that a, was a, that a was Tekken, Tekken versus Street Fighter, wasn't it? Yes. And then they added. Uh, yeah, maybe. And they squeezed Pac-Man in there. Um, 
in Tekken 3, Gon is like a manga character, an anime character, the little dinosaur you could play as. I didn't know that when I was a kid. I just thought he was this really stupid little dinosaur that farted on people. But I guess there's some like fans that hate the fact that he was in there. So, I don't know. It it, it, it creates controversy. So, it gets people talking about the game. Then with, with us being entitled gamers, take Mortal Kombat, for example. People were upset that the old characters weren't in the game. If they were to put those characters into the game, should you pay a DLC to have them? Yeah, well, I mean, it, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with paying DLC. I'm, I'm not against DLC in general, as long as it's done decently well. My, my, my thing is, is that Alien... Okay, we're pointing about Mortal Kombat again. Alien, Predator, uh, Jason Voorhees, whoever it is, draws the casual... That's yeah. that's what they're targeting, and and I think that's why you're fighting your your actual fan base gets mad too because they want to be the focus point, not the casual gamer, and and the company like Capcom who has struggled with this with Street Fighter Five, and that is you have to play in the middle somewhere because you try you're trying to make your game widespread and successful, but you also have this hardcore section that you have a whole pro circuit built around it that you need to make sure that they're satisfied as well. And that's a difficult balance. Yeah. And I think going back to one of the key parts of the brutish ones question is how do we feel about them? Just the fighting game industry saying, okay, three months into the game, you're going to get these three fighters, six months into the game, you get these fighters, Nine months in the game, you get these three fighters, and that's the way they extend the life of their game. Yeah, is by creating these paid DLC packs that they that that you buy, you know, every three months after the launch of the game to try and get you close to a full calendar year of relevancy. Yeah, and it's 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 an interesting tactic, and I think if it's priced appropriately, I don't get mad about it because. I know that can draw you back into a game. Like, oh, you played it for three months. Like, oh, these new characters are dropped. Yeah, I'll put some time into learning these characters. So I am pro games having a a longer shelf life. Yeah. And as long as it's not too expensive, I'm not mad about throwing a few bucks at a few I'm not going to say that I wouldn't put the money in, but if, like, they kind of, like, washed League and they said, hey, here's League of Legends 2, and they gave us the initial starting characters that they gave with it, and then it's like, Hey, in six months we're gonna give you a pack of four characters, but it's gonna cost you this much money. Oh, that'd like, be I'd horrible. Be upset. That'd be terrible. But but I, I would probably pay the money because yeah. if the game's still as good as the original game, I would want to continue playing it. But I would be super upset that I would have to pay for characters I've already had in something that. I've- yeah, but the but with League and with Street Fighter and stuff like that, the one thing that I say they are doing it right is that if you don't want to spend money, you still have ways to gain characters. It'll take longer; it's more effort, but you can play matches, earn in-game currency, and unlock some of that content. You may not be able to unlock skins or apparel, but you'll be able to get a hold if you want. Blanca or Bianca for you, Jazzy. Thank you. Um, then, then you can you can earn it, mm-hmm. or you can buy it. And I think that's the smart way to push your DLC because otherwise, if it was pay me two dollars or you can't have this, you can't have this character, and it's and it's a core character to you to that series. I think at that point I get a little like it, at that point I get upset because it's just like no Blanca Bianca. Blanca belonged in that game day one. It wasn't there. I'm happy that I have the option now, but it, you know it's similar to, and and I've broken this rule. Rocket League. When I first started, I was like, I'm never gonna buy a car. Same. Like, I'm never gonna totally buy a car. Same. And I've only bought cars like like same with you, where they've gone on like a incredible sale where they were dirt cheap. But overall, I was just kind of like, this is dumb. That there's no way for me to necessarily earn this. Like, 
play a thousand matches and maybe I get a chance to get this car. Like, at least give me that, like, chance. I may never reach it, but the fact that it's there all of a sudden makes it okay where it's like, well, I'm never going to play a thousand, ma- a thousand matches online. I'll give you the $1.99. It, it just, some it, mentally, it just creates that, okay, you gave me the opportunity. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to travel that road. I'm going to travel this road instead. It's easier for me to throw a couple bucks here at a character or a car or something like that than the twenty a $20 season pass or something like true, that. That's that, true, That's too. me personally. Yep, but, yep. Uh, Brutish One, thank you so much for the question. That was a really good question. I think that's going to be the way we're going to... We're not going to go into any more emails because we're getting really close to our two-hour mark. This me. is why you'll not beat me in No Mercy. You're weak-willed. Ooh, Ooh, you don't need will when you got skill, bitch. Ooh, I like that, too. <laughs> I like that, too. Man, it's a shame that this isn't going to be kept in the show. No, that's that was we're going to bring it right back into the new No Mercy call. Okay, so for anyone getting into the audio... Um, there might have been some sort of weird edit, so you'll have to go back and watch the Twitch stream replay to find no out. I know nothing. What I weird the question the glitch uh, made us answer. And uh, this has been the Gamezilla Podcast. Uh, let's plug some stuff. Patreon.com slash Gamezilla Media. We need your support. Go there, become a patron, give us money, and we will give you as much as we can to enhance your Gamezilla Media experience with five different tiers of contribution. We need you. And obviously you like us, so go ahead. Give some money to keep this podcast free and running every single week. If you like this podcast, listen to the other podcasts that Gamesville Media has from anything from movies to retro video games to tabletop games. We have it all covered, gamesvillemedia.com. And wherever you listen to us, hit that heart emoji, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment, give us five stars. It helps us so much. We appreciate the support every day. Thank you so much. Every week, you can send your questions into this show at info at gamezillamedia.com. Unless your name is the glitch. glitch, (laughs) You're ranked. We have a special email address for people like the glitch and Dirty Dylan. Yeah, and then again, if you are looking for more content, YouTube, we got we got we got uh, video from Craig WK Longplay to short clips of this podcast. I, I got to agree, there's nothing cooler than being peed on. That's right, Craig. Okay, yes. okay, Craig, Craig, we're just talking about your videos right now. It was long hopefully, play, not a long piss. Yeah, it's hopefully different. those videos are not what I think they are now because they won't be on YouTube very long. But anyways, check us out on YouTube. Listen to us on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts, we're there. And if we're not, let us know so that we can. <sighs> I think that's all I got, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's been uh, that's been GameZilla episode 227. It was a really good show. I had a really strong feeling today about the show. I was hyping it up, and it just fell apart, and... And I apologize because yep. part yep. of that was letting Test pull that out of me. Yeah, yep. the only person we could blame is the producer who puts all it right. all together. Well, we were your elite <laughs> DLC for all your gaming news. <laughs> and until next time, game, game on. on.